We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't All my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't Yes, and good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It is an honour to bring our little show to you guys in the listening audience out there, and we endeavour to bring you an awesome show. And to do that, Gary, how are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks, mate. That was a bit of an introduction there. Well, we if I try something. We yeah. endeavour. 
Yeah, we, we it is the endeavour here. Trust yeah. me. Yes. So no, I'm all good. Thank you, mate. How are you? Great week. Oh, uh, it has been a great week. Disappointed about last night. We just uh, uh, um, scored a little deal with our uh, beloved Cowboys we for have, our mate. podcast We've... show, which we'll talk about a little bit later. We're very lucky with that. Yes, most definitely. And I was hoping uh, that we could find a win last night. However. It didn't happen. We, we looked a again. little bit tired. We stopped again like last week. Look, everyone's saying it wasn't a very good game. I thought it was a great game. But um, disappointing. Yeah, we didn't win, but that's, that's how it goes. It's only early. Yeah. Still a long 24 more games to go, so yes. all good. I've we'll got a little uh, side competition with that boss of mine, Crimo at Napa, and um, he's up on me. He's, uh, he's uh, First two rounds I've picked incorrectly because Para let me down again. This stupid... Yeah, not, bastards, and um, and so yeah, he's two up, and he was a couple up from last week, so it's not looking good so far. I'm in a couple of tipping comps, and last week there was about five people picked the round and the margin. You're kidding? No. And well, the to, margin was pretty common, and yeah. to me that tells me those people have no idea about football. Hundred percent. Who? Because I didn't pick the Dolphins against the Roosters. Oh, I did that. Did you? Yeah, I've got no idea either. No, I just had a feeling. It's Wayne Bennett. He's just arsy. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm my tip. I couldn't pick my nose at the moment in the tipping comps. No, I'm, I'm having a shocker too. So, But today we are not going to have a shocker because every now and again we like to bring a little bit of professionalism into the studio. When's, when are they turning up? That's what I was just well, looking around. <laughs> while we wait for them, Jason Masters, good on you. How are you, buddy? Good Thanks good for morning. coming in. Thank you. What's going on in your world, mate? Plenty. Uh, probably not as much as I'd like. No, fishing wise, anyway. Yeah, no, I've been busy with work and that, but yeah, probably not as many barrow trips as I'd like. But yep. that'll soon change within the next couple of weeks. So why? Fill me in. Um, probably pre-fishing and organising for the comps coming up. Yeah. So didn't do a lot in February, <laughs> March. Next week, I'll probably go for a couple of days. Then April, I think I've got nine days in Hinchinbrook booked at the moment. So wow. Yeah. So that's that's April. Reason being, May, we're going to Bali for two weeks, of course. Oh, you poor bugger. Yeah, I know. Hmm. So, we might, don't know if we're going to look for some country over there. Why not? Leaving from Lucinda, you can, might be a little bit of a driver in the corner. <laughs> yes. But yeah, other than that, it's, um, we had our three days of annual runoff fishing in Cairns this week, so. Okay, how'd that go for you? For me, not very well. I think I got one. <laughs> the young fella, I think, ended up with 14 or 15 over the, the two days or three days. So, it's not bad fish. Yeah, some nice fish. Yeah. Some really, really nice fish. So. Freshies, salties? Uh, mix. Mix. There's one drain up there on June Road that um, he sent me a video on the Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Monday morning after the rain of all the mud cod lined up on the bank. So, Whoa. yeah, that's a clear sign there and there. Yeah. So I think he'd picked up two. Went back the next day and picked up four in the morning. Now I think another six or seven in the RV. And what is the spot? Explain it. What is it? A it's barrage just, or it's a, a road drain basically. So yep. on um, the off the main. Yeah, ba- yep. yeah. They've redone it back up, so I'd, it's not catered for fishermen as such. But there's a big bike path on one side and railings yep. and that now, so a lot safer in regards to traffic. For sure. Um, but yeah, and that's it's tidal. So yep. it drains all the wetlands, all the Katana wetlands and that. So automatically you start looking and saying, well, you know there's, there's barrel all through there. For sure. So. You, and you certainly get an instinct, don't you? So yeah, yeah, definitely. Go, Got to get them. I've always sort of said it's after that second or third flush that They'll come. the fish start moving. And it's it's pretty well, that's what it's been. Yeah, fair enough. It's um, it's amazing. You just, if you think a barrel can't get there, 
think again. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you will catch them in the most incredible places. Um, I've said on this show before, we've got um, uh, a seafood shop on on the back of, um, what's it, over in Panari? Is it Panari? No, Camugly. Yes, Lounge uh, over there. Yeah, Camuglia Street, and um, there's a little um, freshwater system that runs through there all the way from the back of the raft base. And um, I've caught barras in there before. You know, I don't go there now because it's a bit overgrown. But when I was a young fellow, we used to have a ball there. So it's amazing. Like, uh, next time you drive past the the airport, look back behind the airport. And uh, there's lots of floodplains and everything out there. And I've seen drone footage and there's some incredibly big barra. And to the point, um, I think it might have been a couple of years ago, and a lot of people remember this. There's a a very large crocodile was... um, was in one of them lagoons and and um the boys the army lads and the the ref um guys and girls would do exercises so they had to remove this this crocodile so it's amazing absolutely amazing and it's it's wetlands it's obviously no one can go to so it's a pretty cool thing when you talk to the old local old timers that have been here for a a thousand years Hmm. um before bunnings and before the lakes and all that um, it was mangroves all through there, and then Mount Louisa Creek run all the way up through there. Yes, and they catch their used to catch their barras and all sorts of stuff all through there. Oh, because the creek used to push up there, and then the the tidal flats um, and stuff phenomenal. like that. So, yeah, it's just um, the buildings have encroached on all that, but it doesn't doesn't stop the barras sneaking their way up no. into areas. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Jason, I'd love to get your um, thoughts on. You mentioned that your pre-fishing's coming up, mm-hmm. nine days and a bit more. What's your pre-fishing? How do you do it? Surely you're not going to go nine days and not put a hook on a lure. No, no. You're still I mean, going to catch fish. And it's a long time between. The, the guys that, when I'm talking, I mean, there's guys that fish three or four days before the comp yeah. to find where they are and, and do their pre-fish then as well. And they're fishing hookless. That's They're targeting. Because they don't want to sting yeah. the fish. I can't do that. No. If, if I hook it, I want it to stay hooked. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why I don't fish the days of. And, and normally if there's before. one there, there's there's others. <clears throat> Correct. So, you don't want to flog a bank to no. death. So oh, we're looking for banks that'll hold fish and hold bait at certain times of the tide. Yeah. So that you know, right, um, leading up, like if it was the tides were a bit better in May, I'd be looking, probably starting to look now at a couple of different banks. Yeah. We know roughly ideas of banks and, and what banks hold fish and, and don't hold fish and bait yep um so may in in april sorry what we're looking at is where water's going to be mm-hmm. um there's tides that are very similar in april to what the comp tides are so and they're the main ones that you really want to they're, they're the ones the that we're going to say right that's where your plan comes into place so any tournament or anything like that they're the ones that you sort of sit back and go right we know it from seven till nine o'clock we can be on bank a yeah and if someone's on bank a we've got bank b as a backup or bank c just in case and gotcha then, and then sort of move as the day goes on from there yep yep and no, that's that and that's what it's coming back to it's um and you've got to put into perspective too that one end of the channel often fishes better than the other correct. not always the same way no so we decipher it between northern middle and southern and uh, which end did you go to? Oh, I'll fish the southern end. I should stay at the northern. Everyone's nailed it there. Yep. You can work it out that way. For what reasons? No one can put their finger on it yet. Um, you, you know, with 
with uh, modern technology is certainly um, making the equation a lot easier to work out, that's for sure. Um, is, how, how do you start with your pre... Like, do you, let me ask you this, actually, because everyone goes on about surface fishing, which is a whole lot of fun in it. <laughs> um, is that something you would do in a tournament or you're too nervous about the shock and hook-up rate? Um, I've played around on the weekend up in Cairns. Yeah. One of the flats basically is surface fishing, a couple of the flats and little drains and that that come off. And Yeah, it's it's a hook-up rate and changing. It depends on where. Um, yeah. I've fished with another mate up in Ingham um, that has does a lot of surface stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, hook-up rates are, are shocking. But he's changed hook styles and added hooks on and, and things like that. Changed it, changed it all up. And that's bit. and that's changed and look, it all. The, we should say too that the jack hookup rate's not too bad. Jacks are good on yeah 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 jacks because they're so aggressive they just yep. snap down and whoosh go. The barrows are a real pain in the backside. Barrow you can probably nearly say twenty five to thirty percent yeah as, as a hookup rate yeah um, which running is really low style yeah yeah. Um, but if you add your assists and things like that, that's yep. when yeah, things start to change in your But if you're adding an assist hook, can you still throw it right into the guts of the timber and, and depends bring it on your style of surface. That's yeah. that's the thing. I mean you open flats and drains and stuff that Is you it start to look yeah. it's, it's that's something completely different, but assists in regards to throwing back up on the timber and in the timber, not yeah. a hope. Yeah. And it's funny you mention that because when I think surface, uh, whether it be from watching Jimmy Falkenberg or whatever, I see him. It's all mangroves. Yep. From right in the back of the mangroves and everything. But you, you forget that there's flats and drains and correct corners and edges and this and that. And and as you said earlier, they're in six inches of water. Yeah, amazing. And it's only got a little bit, a little hole that they can sit in a bit, bit yep. easier that you pull over that they nail it. Yeah. So it's and it you is know surprising. What? You mentioned six inches of of, of water when I. You know, that's my dream to, to move eventually to Lucinda or, or Halifax or whatever. The big boat's gone. No way. I, I, I want a flat bottom or a skiff or something like that. You open so many more doors. Mm -hmm. The amount of times I've got to leave because my hull is touching and I've made my mistakes, so I'm nervous of it now. I've got to leave when you want to be there. Yep. And then someone like, like what are you running? Um, I've got the 460 Hanes. Probably, yep. It probably does draw a little bit too much water for what I want, but we, yep. we've just got rid of a, we had a 385 Explorer. How and good was that? Yeah, getting getting back in and over the top of mangroves and back up onto the flats. And, and not the shallows, caring about and that. And not worrying about it was, was really, really good. But yep. in the same token, I'm still fishing two inches out, basically from the edges on the flats out. Yep. So... Um, and the other thing that people got to remember is when when that water starts draining out, um, like that particular spot, for instance, where yep. you and I come across, that area there, when that runs out, that's when they come off of me. I mean, there's so many fish that sit in the mangroves, and that, like oh, you scored six or seven yep. out of it. But we've had a couple of days now, Trent and I, where the water's come out of there. You can't be in that close no more. And they're out. They're like... 30, 40 metres out of the mangroves. And so what they're doing then is patrolling the... The edges yeah. for the bait. Where our biggest problem is, is that flat there um, doesn't change in depth for two kilom for a kilometre. Yeah. So we've got to go. Whereas... And you can see them. You could actually hear them buffing. And, and in, the, in a scenario like that, quite often you're going to get hookups. 
they'll lead. Um, when um, when you can when it's perfect and you're in the right amount of water and there's five thousand barra in front of you, you can't get a bite out of them. You can throw your lure and watch them part like the yeah yeah what the Red Sea basically yeah it's 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 surprising to watch that happen. Oh it you is. Just, it's you can jump on top of them and grab them quicker than what they'll take a lure, which is frustrating, but nowhere near as frustrating as when they are buffing. Mm-hmm. They're eating the shrimp. Mm-hmm. And you can't get a bite. Correct. And I wonder then, in that situation, because I've thought about this, like you've got them little micro prawns, the little small... Tried that. Tried? Tried. It's that same thing that you don't know whether your leader size is then too big, whether you've got to drop leader size, whether they're picking up on something. But Mm. the water's normally chocolate. So Yeah, definitely. You you look at that... um, We've dropped lure sizes down to like the yeah your little two and a half three inch style slim yeah. lines and yeah you you will get one to eventually bite but for the amount of fish that are there yeah it's yeah very very frustrating oh incredibly I frustrating think- and then we've spoken about this on the show Gaz and I before completely go opposite to what you're told yeah completely unmatched the hatch. That's, you know, I throw a big giant yellow banana in the middle of it. I heard you talking about this the other week, and it's something that you, you've tried and you hook up, yep. but you don't go back to doing it because you think, all right, your brain's trained to go, they're eating small, so let's yep. stick small. Yeah. But in the same token, when you think about it, they're eating small because the small schooled up. So yeah. that jelly prawn school is now a mouthful of prawns For compared sure. to one, one yep. little prawn that you're sort of throwing out. So yeah. There is some logic there, um, yep. being that they're thinking, well, it's it's a decent feed, so we'll get stuck into it. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's, so, so I can just give a little bit of background on Jace, if, if you've lived under a rock or whatever. Jace is, um, uh, we're talking to someone who's, who's done very, very well in the tournament scene and um, got pit by Bullymore last bloody, last year, was last it? Last year, yeah. Last year, Mongrel. Reese, um, but um, yeah, no, you've done super well. So we're, we're so what knowledge that we're going to get from Jace today, grab with both hands because um, you'll learn a lot from it and um, probably a lot more modern styles than say Gaz and I um, can bring you guys, which is why it's so good to bring a different element in. I mean, Gary and I can both fish, but you're a different. It's it's still. I mean, still, we're talking about this the other day that. That old school style of fishing as well, we've, we're sort of going back to as well. That, and that slow even, rolling and the... <clears throat> targeting, targeting fish a little bit differently again. Just yeah. trying to, because I think same thing, you, you're missing out on a lot of fish and it's reflective to what I've got so far this year. I mean, in the three or four trips I've done, <clears throat> I've landed one legal bear. So yeah, I've yeah. known from last year when I was in with Gary, where the Gary's put some some, some voodoo stuff on yeah, me, yeah. I don't know, but the opposite mojo. <laughs> so, but um, there you're in the same boat as many a many oh, yeah. many a good fisherman. Like the the prelude, the lead up to the barra season was like this is going to be a bumper. Mm-hmm. This is, and that's just you know I didn't get out or whatever. I've been shocking. I haven't chased a barra yet. I haven't had launched my boat. Just awful. Um, Sunday, Sunday. I'm gonna follow Gary. Yes, no come along. But um, yeah, so many people are like, what happened? It's just dead, and not for everyone. Some of yeah, absolutely some are. I mean, pool. I'm not stressing on it because no, it's I a long year. Our wet season's been a traditional old style wet season, so this is what you sort of tend to expect. Yeah, and I mean, as I said, with that runoff we had at the beginning of the week, mm. um, probably out the amount of fish that 
the youngest fellow or the oldest boy, Dylan Court, mm. majority of them were legal. Yeah, so, amazing. Which was was good. Next time I go up to Hinchinbrook and I'm, I'm chafing at the bit for it, I'm actually going to do um, a bit of BFS fishing, which bait finesse system, um, and just just with um, some four pound, and um, I'm going to throw that at the at the drains, a bit of twenty pound fluorocarbon, just to see, because like we always say, worry about the hookup once you've hooked up, <coughs> worry about everything then. So, because every time I go to a drain, um, I've got 20 or 30 pound on with a 40 or 60 pound leader and, and, and do my thing. Whereas this time I want to throw it up a bit. So I've got some light outfits there just to suss it out. Do you ever do that? Do you, have, have you got a light outfit if, in your boat? If you hop in the boat yep. with my four or five rods I take, yep. um, if I'm fishing tight, like back up in the sticks and that, I'm... I'm basically running 25 or 30 pound. Right, yeah, yep, with, same as all of us. With 35 to 40 pound leader. Yeah. Schneider leader, so that's probably yeah, a yep. bit, bit more. Yep. Coming out onto the flats, I'll drop back down to 12 and 20. 12 and so 20. Everything's, everything's basically, I think just that lighter bite. Yep. Plus, we're also throwing lighter, smaller lures as well up on yep. the flats. For so, sure. Um, well, and I'd love to discuss that. What is your. Your, your lure sort of um, menu? Like most of us, we'll take five trays of lures yeah, for a day's yep. fishing. And, and use and four we'll, of them? We'll use six lures. Yep. Um, so I tend to look fishing back up in the sticks. Um, I'll have a Tilson, an old dog um, in the icons. Yep. See, that's amazing that you mentioned Tilson, and it's mm. such a forgotten lure. Not my favourite lure. Yep. But... You know why? Because I don't fish it the way it deserves to be fished. And it's it's just walking through the sticks is what we're doing. And that's what I yep. can't do with the Tilson. I find it incredibly unforgiving. And there's someone like Jesto who had a bit of a part with it. He's like, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's a bit like Gaz and, and, the, and the squirrel. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Gaz's boat. Oh. I'll, I'll use it and I'll get to walk. And then next cast, it's hooked up and I'm not getting it back unless I go in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, know and you don't want to go in if there's barrows in yeah. there. You know what else was really unforgiving that we don't throw these days was the old man stretch 10. We are talking yeah. about this the other oh, day. Yeah. They used to – you could have a nice opening in the mangroves, say, at six inches <laughs> wide – and you get your lure perfectly in there, and as soon as it hits the water, it does a 90-degree turn either yep. way and bang you on. Because of the bib, I think. Oh, it used to be so frustrating. Great lure, a yeah. really good lure, but Gee, they were strong, weren't they? Yes. What I found with them is um, the paint would melt sometimes. Did you ever find that the paint got real yeah, sticky? Yep. They used to hate that. And then a, a sort of a, a clear patch would be on the side, and yep. that would just... The, I, do my I head reckon the, like the Man Stretch 10 or the 79 or... Or the buff bait. Don't use the seventy nines anymore. Do they? They did the best um, chartreuse green colour. Yeah. Of, of any trolling lure or casting lure, their yep. green was spectacular compared to everyone else's. Yeah. Storm's very close. Yeah. Very, but that's a new chartreuse. The storm colour. So we've got a Tilson. You mentioned yep. an old dog. Yep. Because, old. Yep. Old dog in the gather master in the deep. Yeah. Same thing. I love them and just they walk through the sticks really, really well. Right. Colour wise, it'll either be that green, the banana fish green is what I saw the say. But particularly for Hinchinbrook, because green is a very popular yeah, colour in Hinchinbrook. Most of my of what I'll use is your white. Yeah, so yeah. The old grey ghost and that's it. Yep. So Isn't it funny? Back in the day, if in doubt put on gold. Nah. Yeah. Nah. White, white, white. Like seventy percent of my lure tray is white now. Same as my plastics. Yep. 
and you got to be careful not to get caught up in that. Sometimes they just... Yeah. And I think because visually, to me, it looks good in the water. I can see it. Correct. I know exactly yeah. what's going on. And no, I'm, I'm the same. You sort of can see where it's gone. Yeah. Even if it's bucketing down rain, you're still able to visually see it. The yeah. greens, when you... I'll find if you're fishing some of that low mangrove stuff, yeah. the green can get lost in the in the trees. I remember talking to Ryan Moody once. He said, no, nah, every single one of my lures got a black back on the top. Got to have the black back because of the contrast. Need the And I could never understand why. I still don't. I still like to the point where if I've got black backs on my lures, I want to white it out and put something there so I can see it. So you can there see must it. be, like the guy's a bit of a freak. There must be a reason. But I don't. In I think it's, name, it's, it's especially since barrows look upwards. Yeah. So maybe it's got something to do with the water reflection. I don't know. I, I tend to. I mean, everyone will have their own personal preference on colours. And there's got to be something with it because you uh, go, go to the tackle world, have a look on the wall. Eighty-five mm-hmm. percent of your lures has a black back. Yep. And I'm like, why? Why do you just keep doing that? But, but there's got to be a reason. Also, and, that same question is that same statement when you say you walk in the tackle world is. 40 different colours in, in one style lure. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. everybody will use one of those colours at some stage and you sort of go, why? But Yep. It's, it's a that, bit like the prawn. Correct. Yeah, no one wants to pick up the green and yellow prawn. I love it. I love the green and the yellow mm-hmm. prawn. And they don't get it no, in no more because no one buys it. Yep. Apart from me. So, whereas number four, which looks just like a prawn that sells ad nauseum, there's that new silver white colour, which is pretty sexy. So, and look, you can understand people's thoughts, but I'm a big fan of the yellow eye. You can get two coloured eyes, a fluoro yellow or a black. Um, one of my favourite colours has black eye, and I wish it would have fluoro yellow eyes. It just, to me, looks better. Yep. Looks more more prawnish, if that's if that's the right reasoning. Do you have a particular preference? And do you use prawns? Um, yeah. You it's, do? it's one of those things as well. Once you get back up onto the flats and fish in the gathers, the yep. runouts, so it's your prawns in... <laughs> Where do you start and where do you stop with prawns? Yeah, well, let, let, let's talk samaki. Yeah. Um, so colour-wise, I'll look more that natural colour. Yeah, which is number natural, four. Yeah, which as, is, as yeah. much as possible. So you look at that um, and coming back into your little paddle tails as well. For sure. So anywhere from a four to a five-inch paddle Give tail. Give me your retrieve on your prawns because there's a, a lot of different styles. I'm a slow roller. I'm the same. Super, Throw super it. slow. It's, you you want to try and mimic what they're doing in nature yeah and it's the same with me trolling i mean um you're talking with about kim up at Coppolo the other week we've done a couple of trips and the first trip i've done with kim he was trolling at two to three knots which spun me right mm. out yeah um but he gets a fish and he yeah. said, we were talking and i said i'm anywhere from one to one and a half knots yeah and a mate i took to hinchy last yeah, year that's in October. super fast I, I, my brain wouldn't allow yeah me. Um, I was sort of shocked. I'm like, well, yeah, but he gets the results. So yeah, definitely. You sort of look at that. Um, but, yeah, I sort of look, and I said to him, mate, I said, when you're retrieving or trolling, I said, think of how fast a mullet or a prawn swims. I yeah. said, And if it's going past a bar, it's that age-old thing that if you're at, at sushi train and you'll play the sushi comes past and zips past you, you're not going to grab it. Yeah. But you're going to grab it the next time it slows down. And yeah. then they'll bring out another plate and you'll grab that as well. Because yeah, yeah. it's and it's that same old adage to go, Well, the more time you're giving them to eat, mm. the more chance you've got. So and that's the same with casting back up into into the sticks, is that you're working your lure out 
to try and entice them to come out of their haunt. Right. And it's that same thing to say, well, rather than just throw out and slow roll, if yep. I can walk it through, make it look like an injured mm. bait fisher that's just sitting there, yep. you'll see them. How many times have we all been luring and a barrel follow it, follow it, follow yep. it, follow it? And then once it gets out of that comfort zone, it has a go before it goes back. No, fair enough. And fair it's enough. that same thing. It's For me, it's that you're not... Um, you want it in that strike zone for yep. as long as possible. Awesome. Guys, we're going to go to a song and an ad break shortly. When we come back, Gary, and I, over the last um, few weeks or whatever, we've been talking about different stuff, and um, I want to get your opinion on, on, on sense and, and spike it, you know, sending up the tail and everything. Keep that to yourself for the time being. Guys, if you're new listening to our awesome show, write this number down. 47244824. That number again, 47244824. Been, uh, been a little bit uh, ordinary already this morning. Why? The Broncos supporters have already started. Oh, have they me. now? Spud, we're not impressed. You've won one game in the have last 10 now? years against us. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to um, take all of the, these callers during the ad break. We can see the lines lit up already, so we're going to get to you, as many of you as we can. But when we come back on the air, 47244824, help Gaz and I out. If you've got a question that you want to know, please give us a call, and we will answer a call if it lights up while we're having a chat. All right, won't be too long. Let me get this lined up, and we'll be back shortly. A little bit of BGs for you. Enjoy. Where is the sun? Yes. Yeah. 
the gospel that yeah. is given to all, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm Brother Brad. And I'm Brother Barry Man. Hallelujah, brothers. Well, it's all under hallelujah. <laughs> gospel, brother. Gospel. Gospel, boys. Praise in song. Tune in every Sunday from 6 a.m. And you will be blessed. Only on your deadly station, 4K1G. Too deadly. The Holy Ministries with the Hallelujah Brothers. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. You know, made a couple years ago, when it comes to saving us mobs some bucks, and ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back. It certainly is Saturday. We certainly have a live fishing show and we do thoroughly enjoy it. Talking to my mates, Leroy, Odd Lee Sharrett and Brett Simmons, they're uh, heading up to the um, Horton today. So down to the Horton. Down. Do, I do that every time. You do that I've got all head the time. on my I'm mind. Heading, heading up to Guru later on. Yep. And down to Cairns. Shut your mouth. How do you actually find your way anywhere for work? My friends are listening. Zip it. Zip it good. See? <laughs> Devo. That was a great song. Hey, um, just a quick one, just jumping in for Jason Yu. Yes. Um, John from Kelso, the beloved Kelso, my favourite suburb oh, it's in a wonderful, the world. I yes. love it up there. I'm going to move there one day. <laughs> um, the, uh, You're an asshole. The... <laughs> The powder, the powder coated, yes, um, jig head dipping. John says, "What are your thoughts?" Awful. We spoke about it before, and I love it. Um, I can't get it right. I don't know how to get. I do it perfectly, like get my powder coating, heat the lead up perfectly, dip it in, pull it out. It's no. this beautiful shine, and then it sits in the tackle box where I have have a few casts and the. Hits the side of a bit of timber chips off. and chips off. But it drives me crazy. What am I doing wrong? What are your thoughts about it? Um, pimping up your jig heads. Love it. That's I, what John wanted to know. Yes. Not how bad you are at putting it on. 100%. Um, but he just wanted to know thought process of is it worth worth heading down to Tackle World and buying some? For me, yes. And um, Especially my – and I, uh, I'd love to hear Jason's because people heard mine. They're sick of me. But, yeah. you know – Well, my, I wasn't my, really asking you. My, <laughs> I was waiting for Jace to jump in. 
All right, I'm going to let one, that one slide. But you know, like so, so the sinker on 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 the weedless underneath between the the legs on a Zarek shrimp, yeah. for instance. Uh, you know, paint that bright pink or orange or green. I think that adds a massive bit to the and helps me. But that's you, just my brain. You know, another um, thought process, and if anyone's doing it, we'd like to hear is your reef sinkers. Dip your reef sinkers in. And having a contrast on your reef. Well, the hook's not really on the reef sinker. Yeah, but it's close. Like some people who fish for trout run that ball sinker right to the top of the hook. Suppose hall. it's like whiting with the, you know, with the, the bead, red or the tube. bead and yeah. tube. Yeah. Opinion, I, I, please, Jason. I think going back to reef, I, I find it funny. I mean, you look at colours and dipping things, unless it's a fluoro going down. I mean, most of my stuff I do is at night, and by the time you get down to 30 or 40 metres, cool. I mean, the light spectrum's gone um, as such. But. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll use different coloured sinkers and that because it it adds that contrast, and also I think it's a strike point that yeah. if they can pick up on that colour. But do I use it a lot? No, no. I mean, it's in a day's fishing unless I've got them there with me. No, it's just done mm. tying a number two or three ball, and and that's about it. Righto, righto. No, fair enough. What about uh, a scent? Yes, got yes. hooked up into it. Oh, I wouldn't say hooked up. Do I have sense in the boat? Yes. Um, do I use Not it? Not in the studio. There's no sense here, buddy. <laughs> fit, fit right in. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely do use the sense. I mean, it's. I think it's that difference sometimes. It's that 1% difference. Yeah. That the three of us can be in the boat and one of us will be using scent and getting all the strikes. R- Ren just sent me a text. Yeah. Uh, morning, Ren. Morning. Ren just said... There are strong metallic-flecked nail polish brands that work a treat on your jig heads and on his fingernails. And <laughs> You're an idiot. But what a good idea. Yeah, and he said Marty should have a few in his beauty case. So you're probably a fluoro. I don't think he put that. He did. He did. Um, you can't look at me straight. You can't lie straight in I'll bed. show you in a minute. You're um, pathetic. But he's right there. There are some very um, fluoro-y <coughs> nail polishes that will probably do the, the, do same, the same trick. Job. And uh, probably dry a little bit harder. It's probably a bit awkward with nail polish talking, if you, especially if you've not taken someone in the boat with you before and explaining what the nail polish is for. It accidentally slipped onto my yeah. nails. I don't know how it got on my toenails. It happens. With, with green kids. But if it's black, it's got it. You know, it's funny you say that, Jace. Or like, and you will have had it done. Your grandkids would have. Um, and all my mates that have got grandkids or daughters have all had their toenails painted. And some of these guys are half my age and will turn up to a tournament with a bit of nail polish still left on their toes. I, hand on heart, have never let my girls go anywhere near <laughs> me with nail polish or my granddaughter. I can't wait for my grandchildren to go and oh, nail polish my toes nah. and shit themselves. <laughs> You're missing one, Poppy. <laughs> So no, but nail polish is a is a good th- yeah another process. option definitely yeah yeah. yeah. So, I well, for, and uh, I'd love to know if I'm doing something wrong because I follow the rules no, perfectly. I, it, it just chips for me and it drives me crazy. And because I love it and I love the look of them, like you get you you, you um you heat them all up and then you've got these beautiful like pink uh, yeah. on a favour pink. And then you put them in your tray, the foam trays. I'm a big fan of them foam. But unless it's got, and, 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 I'm, no, go. and I'm no spray painting expert, but when you prep metal, you either use an etch primer or something like that. You're For just, sure. You're just going a coating straight over a lead head. Maybe you need to provide an etch. Maybe you need to rough the, the sinker up a bit, the yeah. head. 
and then put it on. And so, then put it on. Maybe so it be needs no, that etching. There'll be no clinging to the lead head. It'll just be a coating over it. Over so, the top, yeah. yeah and so it's, it's only going to stick as well yeah. as the surface. So, yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, That's a good so. point. Good point. To the point where w- why don't we buy a can of etch? That's and right, then yeah. and then buy because you know they go to any bunny store and you can buy fluoro orange green pink and just in the backyard two seconds yeah. it's a lot quicker yeah and then it, it is it like sitting there with a lighter in your lounge room just doing jig heads all night <laughs> yeah 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 it's worth a thought and that's probably why it chips off but in saying that how many of like a bomber how many years ago did all the paint start coming off a bomber and it never stuck to the and that's why i always loved the bombers that had the what and i've mentioned this before they got the most bombers when when the the, the gold metallic chips it's clear mm. underneath but there was a batch that was out that were white and it's just mm. to the point where i'm busting for it to chip so i can just take the whole lot off because once you get a chip that's it you can just yeah. flake the whole thing off and then you throw this white bomber which they don't make that color and it just kicks ass. But then you, it kicks butt. You look at some of the older school timber lures that used to spray paint over them, and they would crack as well. So your jig head mm. with a coating over it's probably going to crack. I love leads, Terry Ledbetter. Yeah, absolutely but brilliant. But his paint jobs would chip badly. Yeah, or split, and they and would split. The and old killer lure days yep. um, were the same. So I didn't find the killer lures too bad. I thought they were pretty good, but the the leads for me would would um, craze fairly badly. Yeah. So so I would just say it's just not eating into your lead, and it's just a coating, really. Yeah, it's not not a fixed coating. So yeah, any particular scent, Jace? Um, not really. I run the Ber- I mean, the Berkeley and the scented. Um, I forget what else I've got, but there are only little little packets in there. Yeah, flavors and that. No, I don't. I've never really got right into the flavors. Scents, I probably started. No, don't taste very good anyway. Uh, yeah, not not on the meat you have for lunchtime anyway. <laughs> no. But, um, when you look at it, yeah, I probably in the last eighteen months got more into scents. I mean, yep. and, and same up the dam as well. It's why. I think it might. Sometimes it's that one percent difference. Yep. And and like we all know, that one percent can make a difference between a good and a bad it's day. One percent is. Yep. That that add up. And what um, one of the older fellows at work and I was talking one day, and he actually went in and got some scent. We went up to Tinaru. He got three barrel for the day. I'm using exactly the same lure on different side of the boat. Yep. He's using scent, and I'm not. And we're we're seeing fish on the sounder, so. Did the scent make the difference? Maybe, maybe not. There's a po- big possibility. He's Remembering that you've been in a boat where neither of you have been using scent and you've still lost 3 nil. Correct. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's it's sort of one of those things that you go, does it make a difference? Certainly there's, didn't affect it. Yeah, is there's proof there to say it's enhanced mm. the the performance, but, yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to sort of say. I always got told, start without it. Yep. See what their behaviour is. If you're getting follows without nibs, definitely put it on. Yeah. If you've gone half a day and you can't land a barra, why not? Yep, and it is. Nothing's going to change. It's one of those things you look at to go, well, it, does it hurt trying it? No, Yeah. definitely not. I mean, there's there's no real reason, rhyme or reason not, not to give it a go. Yeah. So. Okay, you've chucked your Tilson on your heart or your, your old dog. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a beautiful snag structure. What's your retrieve? Um, I'm throwing as far in as I can. Yeah. Now, when I say as far in, I can throw over it. 
If, yep. there's, if there's water over it, for me, it can be an inch of water just for it to sneak over the top. Yep. But I'm working all the way in, working it back down, leaving it rise up. I'm, I'm working the lure. I'm yep. not just throwing in and winding back and hoping for the best. Right, so you're I'm, actually Yeah, I'm keeping it there. It. Like, as they say, you're walking through the timber. So yep. I'm keeping it in that zone for as long as I can. Now, you mentioned, and obviously that's the way you fish, so suspending lures or sinking lures is not on your priority list by the sounds that you like something that rises. That so will you rise, can... and, and I'll adjust. I mean, we you can still get the lead dots. You can change hook sizes to adjust yep. your rise rate. Um, mm. But, yeah, I'm tending to look at, at getting something, purely for the fact that when you're getting suspending, sometimes, like, we were talking before with certain lures that'll get stuck yep. in the timber. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be able to walk back over a root or a mangrove or, yep. or fall down tree or anything like that. Right. So that's where I'm sort of looking going, right, I know I can work all the way into it, let it rise back over the top, work back down that side, and it can rise. Yeah. Similar to when they're trolling in the, in the territory and that and they're jigging. Through, through sticks and stuff yep. like that. So You feel the timber, drop yeah, your rod back, rises above it, keep going. And like we said, a lot of what we're doing when we're in that timber is clear water. So you're seeing where your lure is. Yeah. That's that um, adrenaline rush that we get as fishermen that you're watching the fish come out behind it. And it's why Gaz and I love snag bashing more yep. than anything else. The yep. visual aspect it's, of it. You're a voyeur when you fish. It's a hard thing to sort of – if people haven't seen it, um, as I said, the mate I took in October – wasn't a barra fisherman and didn't have polaroids or anything like that when we went and i'm mm. sort of looking going oh there's a barra there and he's like what do you mean i can't see it and i'll throw it in and it's turned and he's seen the flash and he's yeah. like oh. all right and then that was the first day the next day he's actually caught on what we should be doing beautiful after he's realized and then all of a sudden isn't it changed. amazing though crystal clear timber and it's like it's not full-on timber it's just like solid timber and you put your lure in there and then all of a sudden, a decent barra eats it. Materialises from nowhere. Where did that come from? Yep. And it was there the whole time. Yep. And you got the best Polaroids on in the, in mm-hmm. the world. There's that did, black back. Yeah. The black back. Sitting yeah, on no, the bottom. Yeah, no, you're spot on there. Yeah, it is. I yeah, mean, yeah. but you think about that. That's sitting on the bottom. We're looking down. We're not going to yeah. see it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. the black back on the top. Yeah. On well, the that's, top of the that's fish, the barra's silhouette. Yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, if I recall, many years ago, you used to like throwing the Reedy's little yep. Lucifers yep. around? Still throw them? This is the discussion that I had with Lenny the other day that right. we yeah. sort of have our styles of fishing changed yeah. over the years. And I went, oh, not really. When you think in, in one way, I don't know if I'm talking out of school here, but our discussion was, yep, I sort of said no. So we rock up to a snag and he throws what he threw 20 years ago. Damper divers. Nah, no, <laughs> still loves them. Um, oh, helicos and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, and the and the mad mullets. But you look at that and you go, nah, it hasn't changed. But in the same token, we were looking for numbers back then. Yeah, so you were. This is that discussion that we sort of said. Well, we used to get twenties and thirties in yeah. the day. People look nowadays and go, nah, that's impossible. But you got twenty and thirty back. We fish completely different though, and that's and I said, oh no, nah, it hasn't. And then. All of a sudden, our discussion's changed, and we've gone, yeah, it has. Our style of fishing's changed now because we're not targeting those same areas. We're looking for better quality fish yeah. consistently. So it's, um, yeah, so we're probably going to go back to the reedies, and I've still got some of the old reedies that Jeff made up. Well, are you talking like Mighty Mites and um, Aquarats and them sort of? No, nah, the, um, 
I can't believe they think the smaller ones. The Lucifers. Little Lucifers. Little Lucifers, little Lucifers. Yeah. Little Lucifers which come after the Mighty Mighty. They so were great. We're talking circa early 2000s as opposed to 90s. Uh, late late 90s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Late 90s. And Jeff had... Um, We'd sort of made up some suspending and sinking ones and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Very light lure. Yep. You beautiful have to have good lure. accuracy. Good they lure, are. So underrated. Yes. Um, I remember reading uh, an Alex Julius column where, where he said um, they went through a stage where although troll for meter plus barrel. Great troll and lure, the aqua rats and, and yep. those. Terminator know, was a great you know, troll lure too, you which know, no many one uses. Years, many years ago, um, Jeff had or Reedy's had a tipping comp NRL tipping comp, mm-hmm. and I won it, and I won an esky full of lures from him. I gave a heap away on the show over weeks Well, good weeks. for you. Yeah, but I kept all the good ones. Yeah, of but course you did. in that was a heap of little lucifers because... Well, lucky Bruce has just looked at the readies he's won and thrown it away. Because he um, <laughs> he ended up doing some um, chrome-coloured ones, some greens and golds, and, and they were really, really cool. But like you... Mm. You drift away from them. Yep. You have a really cool success yeah. on them. Yeah. And you're still throwing hard bodies around, but you're not throwing the hard bodies you used to throw around. I'll give Reedy's one thing. Years ago. Always support tournaments. Yeah. yeah. It's always Reedy's yeah. in your show bag. Really, really good company. So, and look, the B52s, great lure. I think uh, impoundment fishing put Reedy's back on the map for a little while. So your big B-52s were a mm. fantastic lure. So, no, it was, it was um, a fantastic. Great, great lure. And Cole owns it now. Yep. Jeff, yeah, new guy. No, kicking or? Jeff passed away, passed away yeah, about six months ago, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You did a lot of um, stuff with Jeff yeah. over the years. No, I was he? lucky, lucky yeah. enough, yeah, to he invited me up to Fish the Nationals. Yeah. So, yeah, with Dave Donald, and that was an experience and a half. Yeah. What was Dave like? Yeah, good. Good, interesting. I mean, I um, I don't know if I would take to his personality. Maybe a bit dry for me, yeah. or I'd be way too loud for him. Maybe I don't know. I'd, I'd probably. I mean, I was young. I was twenty. What's that? Ninety eight. Twenty three. Yeah. When the Fisher Nationals and um, Dave definitely being a few years older. Yeah. And Jeff, of course, being a few mm. years older. Yeah, I was that young whippersnapper that was sort of in awe with with old Cole Cordley and all those yeah, type of guys. Back in yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Nationals. Um, and even. Alex had sort of just come on. I wouldn't say just come on, but been around for been a few around years up there. But, yeah, it's that same thing. You sort of in the headlights and, yeah, you, you pick up a lot from guys like that. Oh, you do, I, especially the likes of Cole Corley yeah. and whatever. And the, he's mastered the troll techniques in the daily. Yep. And that's, that's a funny thing. I mean, you talk to people about the Nationals. I mean, it's changed over the years, like all tournaments. And Yeah. But yeah, it was. I'll never forget the practice day. We we sort of found a couple of fish, but nothing to. Yeah. I was just happy to be up there. But Jeff said we'll do one day of what I do, one day of what Dave wants to do, and then three days of trolling. Yeah. And I think after the first day, I said, my day's gone. So I'm happy to troll. Yeah. And then Dave, we ended up doing five days of trolling. So yeah. And go all right. We end up champion team. Wow. Um, and I end up champion angler, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. In we're the done, We've done all right, yeah. Um, so you won the big one. Won the big one. But, yeah, it was... Uh, we weren't... I think, to give you an idea, the Monday, Tuesday, we're travelling okay. Wednesday, we bummed out that I think we bowed the two-barrow from about 20-odd hooked. Oh, that would have been frustrating for it us. It was. Um, now, that day there, I think we... Being with Jeff <laughs> and the lure maker, I think we lost 20 lures. Yeah. That... It's snag. Don't worry about it. Break it off. Jeff yeah, yeah. ended up going to borrow some lures from someone yep. um, that he'd given lures to. And I had a green um, Acrorat 
banana green accurate yep. i'll get the last two fish of the day and for the next two days i've got 44 barra on that one lure my lord do you still have that lure did that get retired Correct. it hangs up next to the trophy quite proudly oh cool can you grab a photo for us yeah. or we'll put it on our page yeah so it was i think that jeff and dave landed another four barra between mm. us so i don't want just... to start anything but uh gaz hasn't won a tournament i have few you oh, have a few marty won a family tournament up at Carver. oh i you... got I got I, we know this is it. No, don't don't, got, don't talk over I me. I got pipped he by Nugget. It. I got pipped by oh, Nugget. Well, let me get the violin. And Danny in the in the Ingham Rod and Reel catch and release by fifty points by nothing. By cod. No, we got Barras. Me and Hendo that year had a really good year. But I've won Blue Water Marlin tournaments and stuff. That's like one that, thing so. I've never got into. Actually, is the Blue Water side. It's good. I've got a Marlin. A mate took me out. Don't let him veer off what we're talking about. But, yeah, it's it's different. Marty got the kids' championship up the Barra Farm, so he's pretty happy with that. Mm. (laughs) Are you done? Why don't you think about how you're going to strive to to win something, Gary? (laughs) Well, mate, some of us actually fish past the harbour and go further afield looking for fish. Shall we let him have it, Jace? <laughs> I'm just, I'm staying out of this. I'm on the side table. What do you I'm mean you're staying out of it, Jason? Some of us have been in the harbour and caught fish before and see how easy it is and continue on elsewhere, mate. It's a <laughs> challenge ourselves. As, I think, as, as we all know, being in that top echelon of fishermen. As, as such, how did this turn on me? I got no idea. I attacked him I'm first. Pretty, I'm, just, I'm pretty good at it. I'm just going. I'm just going to say it's to get to where you are in tournaments. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Listen to you his know, laugh. It's like Dickie Neer. Yeah, you know what? You, I'm good, you know what I'd be good at? <laughs> I'd be good at the captain's challenge in the game. I'd turn it around on the umpire, and all of a sudden he'd be offside. <laughs> I'd win the penalty. <laughs> You're an idiot. Let's go to a song. Bit of Don Henley. We'll be back after these ad breaks. I hope you're enjoying the show. We certainly are. Back soon.
time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef. The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Row. If you want a ute or need more seats or biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and after-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And just a reminder, this weekend we had the Alice River Fishing Club. It's their second competition for the year. There will be a weigh-in tomorrow, Gazza, at the Rupert's Wood Hall. Um, that's going to be at 4pm. Everyone is welcome. They're looking for new members and so forth. So if you're a family person, if you're a single person, if you're a lady... They are keen to have a chat to you if you want to be part of a really, really cool fishing group. That's the Alice River Have you fishing. been talking to Greatest Stew? I was talking to Greatest Stew, working away there. There you go. So, Rupert's Wood Hall tomorrow, 4pm. But, without any more time lapsing, Mick Motorco. Good morning, Mick. How are you, my man? Good morning, team. Good morning, listeners. What's going on? Oh, mate, plenty. We're actually having a good show this morning. We're enjoying things. Yeah. I know. I heard you with you using your little... Um uh, nail polish, mate, that'd be good. We just get straight out of as it gathers um, tackle box. Yes. Got a, a huge range of colours in that thing. Oh, what a great idea. I thought, I yeah. thought well, did. He calls did, it the Mardi Gras t- tackle box. So who's that, me? Yeah. I used it down in Sydney the other day. No, did Ren it? actually really said that uh, Marty has a few in his beauty case, and I will actually show Marty to prove it. And Ren sent him a little kiss. Could you make your text any bigger? What are you, 98? <laughs> I did that so you could read it from way over there. Oh, thanks, it's guys. A pretty good, it's a pretty good idea, though. It's a, it, should, it makes sense. Beautiful it car. It makes great sense. And just move on, Mick. Beautiful car you've got. Beautiful car you've got today. <laughs> he just shut you down, Mick, like I get every bloody yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, what car do we have today? I don't know if you saw the pictures there, but uh, it's a 2012, but an MY13 um, Toyota Hilux SR5, SR, sorry, SR, not an SR5, 4x4 turbo diesel dual cab. Nice colour, too. Automat- yeah, it is. It's a lovely, very, you don't see too many of the you know, mm. um, cars, especially commercial type vehicles in nice colours, you know, they're just normally white or silver and that's, that'll do, you know, yep. but... Uh, this, this is that really nice sort of dark blue. It's a very nice car. Um, automatic, but it's only done 137,000 Australian kilometres. Wow. That's pretty good for a Hilux. They're normally all over 250. Yeah, especially at that age. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's 10 years old. It should have done 250, maybe even more now, but it's done, it's done under 150. So it's 137 automatic turbo diesel with a canopy. Um, it hasn't got a tow bar or a bull bar, so it's just been basically a town car. So there's no uh, no uh, off-roading in it. So very 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 tidy car. And today, thirty-one eight fifty drive away giveaway. That's a pretty cool price. Isn't That's it? a good price. That's very it's good. A very good. It's a very good price. Yeah, four four before highlights dual cab under thirty-five k. Yes. With low kilometres on it as well. So and it hasn't been uh, hasn't been knocked around and uh, hasn't been off-roading and uh, yeah, it's ready to set up the way you want it, but. Got a colour-coded canopy on the back of it too. I don't know if you saw that in the photos. Yes, very and very neat in the photos, mate. It's a nice-looking car. It is, yeah. It's a lovely car, lovely colour, mate. It's a, and they hold their value very, very well. Those Toyotas. They do, mate. Yeah, you know, but they've they've got the creds on the board, mate. So yep. uh, they've uh, they've they've worked hard to get it right, and they do, and that's what helps uh, helps with the resale value, you know. Yeah, no, very. I, I actually it, forgot to ring you to book time. in for a service this week. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for you. I'll get you Monday. Yeah, I'll remember night. Monday. <laughs> you sure you will? Well, mate, I did an hour's work this week. Please, come on. Did you all right? I did an hour's work this week, so yeah, he's asking if you're overtime? all right. Apparently yeah, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, so I'll remember next week. Put a little memory in your phone, mate, and it'll beep and carry on and give you a little <laughs> reminder, and then you no. go, shit, I've got to ring Mick and Beck to get that car booked in for a service. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll remember on Monday. I'll give you a bell and, and bring it in. Right, Okay. Because it's, it's just loop. being a little bit sluggish on the start at the moment. I don't know whether my battery's about to die yep. or it's just being a little bit sluggish because it needs a service, so. No, it's probably the battery, mate. That's what starts it. Yeah, it's sounding like battery, but it, you don't get a good life out of batteries. Fifteen years and it's it's just starting to die. I'm not happy with that. No, I'm only joking, mate. It's the second one. Second heavy-duty battery in about three and a half years. The first one was still under warranty. Yeah, yeah. And now the second one's starting to sound a bit slow on the kickover. It's a bit like me. Especially when you get to your age, I suppose it takes a little bit longer to wind up. But oh, it does, mate. <laughs> yes, it does. But, but when I get board, going, oh, you can't you stop can't me. Stop you. No. Like a big old diesel. No, I'm in automatic, mate. I just go. Yeah, fair enough. Good on you. Just so, hit the ground running. Oh, good. And then the brakes are a bit worn out, so it takes a bit to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Good on you. Any golf today? No, no golf today. No. Um, couldn't get in. They had, they, um, had to do it at 8 o'clock last night, and I forgot about it. So we're going to go and have a uh, hit in the morning. Sunday Where's morning Bruce early. Curry playing golf? He's over in Thailand at the moment, him and Steve. Yeah, I know. Where's he playing, playing golf? Oh, at... Um, <laughs> yeah, in Thailand, sorry. <laughs> you asked the question, I answered it. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's, a, there's a group of Plenty them over of in Thailand over at the moment playing at some very nice, uh, very nice uh, international Looks good, uh, actually, resorts. 
I actually yeah. photoshopped one of his photos last night. <laughs> oh yeah. On his on his uh, he put a post up standing out the front of some golf club. Yeah. So yeah, I photoshopped yeah. John Daly in it with him. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise John Daly was that tall. Oh, he's massive, bloke. Oh, Bruce is so small. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But no, they're having a while. But he, no, he's playing out at, at uh, Rose Bay. So, but yeah, uh, there's a group of them over in Thailand playing at some fancy courses at the moment. So, put him in a good trip to go on. Yeah, good stuff. Never mind. All right, yeah, buddy. What time you open till today? One o'clock, we're down here, 1618 Bowen Road, opposite Audi and Porsche, and uh, drop in and say good day. You can have a look at this beautiful Hilux that we've got here for just under 32 grand, so it's ready to go. Um, automatic four wheel drive dual cab under 35k. Plus plenty of others on the lot if you want. Yep. Yeah, and we've got Leon here, he can help you out with, uh, with the finance quote, and um, we can almost get it done sort of same day, or if we did an application today, you could probably have it Monday afternoon, so that's how soon we can get it done. And I just want a bit, a bit of a shout-out to a good friend of mine, Jason, from uh, Townsville Automotive Detailing. He does a fantastic job on all our cars. Good morning, Jace. I know he's listening, but he can't repeat back to me. Is he mobile? No, he's not mobile. No, he works uh, he works from a business at home, so he, him and his family have been doing our detailing for... Oh, goodness, I'd say 30 years. Wow. Oh, good yeah, stuff. So long, he must long, be good then. He is, yes, a good man. And a uh, yeah, long-standing uh, relationship with uh, with the family business in town. So uh, I know he listens to the show avidly, so I thought I'd give him a shout-out this morning. So. Oh, that's a good plug. Yeah, good on you, Jase. <laughs> hey, is he, sick of, is he sick of scrubbing the coffee rings off all the cars where you just put your empty coffee mug every morning? He did mention something about that the other day, but I ignored him. <laughs> so who's that, Jason's uh, car detailing? Yeah, Townsville Automotive Detailing. Good on you, mate. Uh, yep, he's a good man. So uh, anyone needs a car cleaned, uh, give, him a, give him a hit up. Good on you, Mick. No worries, guys. Well, thanks for that, and have a great weekend. Be safe out there, be careful, and um, happy fishing if you're going out. And we'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks, Mick. Wonderful. Cheers, guys. Bye, 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 mate. Bye-bye. Oh, there we Mick go. from Motorco. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice rig too. You know when you know mm. that little snide remark about the coffee mugs? Because Mick has about five coffees in the morning and as he's walking around the yard, he just puts it down on the bumper or the bull bar of a car and you go through the yard and there's four or five empty coffee mugs just scattered through. It's like Is that the, what he calls it, coffee? Yeah, it's like the breadcrumbs. <laughs> you can follow where Mick's been around the yard. <laughs> Mickle and Gretel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sales tool. Yes. Because you know where the customer's been, so they pick up that cup, and then you can go, oh, you were looking at that car. You're interested in it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you probably, you bloody I'm not a car salesman, but I'm thinking I'm thinking along that line. Yeah. Thinking, oh, yeah. Mick's just gone, what a bloody great idea. <laughs> oh, An awesome Hilux. If anyone uh, is chasing a dual cab, dual cab Hilux, head down to Motorco this morning and see Mick. It's a pretty flash-looking car, nice canopy. It'll be Perfect for tow on the boat. Beautiful. Mate, uh, spin and baitcaster, you have a range of both on board? Are you just straight baitcaster? No, or th- normally three three and two. So three bait, two bait. Um, two spin? Two spin. Where do you use the spin? We know where your baitcaster is going to be in the timber. And uh, one so definitely up on the flats. Yep. Um, and then one predominantly skip casting. Right, okay. So I've got a shorter butt. Um, Why does everyone use... Spin for um, skip casting. I know guys that use bait caster. I've tried it. <laughs> Are you just it. digging in? It doesn't skip yeah, for you? It, it'll skip, but I'll get the backlash as well. Right. So it's 
I might be throwing too hard. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. I think you use a spoon, it's easy. You get yep. it done and away you go. Because you don't really need accuracy as such, do you? You nah. still want to put it in nah. particular spots. but you, You've got areas you want to put it, but yep. if it skips five metres past it, it skips five metres past it. Yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah, it's it's that same thing. Yeah, I mean, your bait cast are definitely a level up more accuracy. Yeah. Um, and I did use the bait cast last weekend. There's a tide pushed in underneath a couple of trees. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't skipping as far back in okay. as such. So, When do you get excited? Let's say the Hinchin book, for instance, at, the, at what stage of the tide? What do you like? A run out, run in, change? Any of it. Any of it? it you've got certain What do you areas. do on the top of the tide? Back in, back in the trees, like in behind the front line of mangroves. So, so for that, you don't want to be putting yeah, the 2022 it's, bass boat? Nah, nah. And that's probably where I don't mind doing what I'm doing because I will push back in. Yeah. and To the point where you can't be seen. Yeah. Off, well, you know, last year, yeah. um, that first day when I popped out on you, yeah. second day we are in behind and we could hear the conversation of two boats out the front. Yeah, yeah. And we've popped out and they've gone... Where the bloody hell did you come from? Yeah, yeah. And we'd already been in there and caught fish. Amazing. So yeah, we're sort of in behind. Okay. Um, so yeah, different different areas on that top of the tide. Yeah. So, and then as and the you must be fishing in. some pretty seriously tight structure yep. in there. Yeah, yeah, there is. So when a seventy jumps old, you're like, hold on, yeah. This is and that's that's your different setups that you'll have. So different yeah. areas and different setups you'll have. And it's pretty classes. cool being in right in the back there like that. Yeah. You're right where you just shouldn't be, and, and you know you can see what areas are going to hold fish before you even get there. Like because you know where the currents are pushing, you can see where the currents are pushing out. Yeah, funnel points and things like that. And yep. yeah, yeah. Do you get every fish you get? Yeah, yeah. I will say yes, but yeah. Once, like you said, once you start talking seventies. Yeah, they can come out and like we know because we're talking thirty centimeters either way, and there's a oh yeah branch if, of some description. Yeah, I mean they're coming out hitting and turning, and by the time you're reacting, they've already gone through three pieces of timber. Yeah, around three branches, and you're trying to hold on for dear life. And yeah, yeah, it's it definitely does happen that you're sticking nets into land fish without fish being on the surface, just trying to drag them out and free spool them back out. That's amazing. So, what sort of braid you run them? Um. I think, like I said last year, I'm not running anything particular. Yeah. Like, I go in and just say the boys attack the world and spill it up. Yeah. I haven't got... A favourite? Yeah, a favourite or nothing like that. Yeah. I don't. You're obviously fluoro, though? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Fluoro yellows and greens and... Yep. I put pink on for the wife, but I yeah. sneak her reel into the boat because it's a good reel and good rod. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's that visual side of things with colours aligned to be able to see where it's sitting. Apart from Bionic, Platypus Bionic, does anyone do pink? Anyone else? Oh, I years don't. ago, Fusion used to have a pink. Right. Um, you don't see a lot of pink because it fades and loses its mm. colour very quickly. Yeah. As do a lot of yellows and, and stuff like that. You were saying um, earlier on this morning about white braid. Does It, it stays its visual colour yeah. um, right through, whereas... You fish with a bionic braid for two days solid, and it's not the bright pink. It's a pink that are very dull. Right. Dull pink. Like your Mardi Gras pink. Uh, not that bright, mate. I loaned it to Albo this year. Fitted straight in it, did the little fella. Oh, good on yeah, him. Yeah, he looked good in it too. So, yeah. so no, it was all good. But, yeah, those those pinks, it, it's nice having a really fluoro-coloured braid on your, on your reel when you first start, mm. but three or four or five fishing trips later, it's just a dull 
coloured faded. The, I don't the, the eight three two. I don't find the suffix. Oh, that that green stays strong for many a many a trip. It does fade a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it still fades. Yeah, I've got of course. Some on one of mine, and yeah, and even I'm running um the Azuri blue, a really dark blue at the moment. Yeah, and um that still drops down. Can you of, see that well? Mate, I can't. I could be throwing an anchor rope in, mate, and I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so please, I, I could be using twelve mil silver rope. And throw it into a snag, and I still can't see it. So no, mate. I uh, you know, with my eyes, I did have them um, fixed a couple of years ago. I had new lenses put in, which made the world of difference for being able to see fish in trees. It separated the colours. But as for spotting my braid um, going through the water, yeah, uh, no, no. But in saying that, when I'm bill fishing and I've got the fluoro um, platypus pre-test green, hmm. fluoro green, I can see that perfectly because it has a more reflective light factor than, than braid. Yeah. So if you're sitting in your boat trolling four lines out for marlin and it's got yeah. um, platypus pre-test on it um, and you just turn your head to the side and that sun hits it, it's like a beacon, it's like a neon flash on your line. So those lines I can see perfect. Braids. For sure. A blue braid in blue water. Yeah. No, I'm flat out seeing the front of my boat, mate. Amazing. So, <laughs> so no. Mate, let's venture over, uh, jump ship for a little bit. Let's talk a little bit of baiting. Um, you went the other night for a finger mark fish. Mm. Uh, you got five fingers very, very quickly. How do you go about it? What's your system? What's your rig? Um, very simple. Pad Noster. Pad Noster rig, yep. I'm fishing anyone that's been to Cairns or lived in Cairns will know where Kings Point is. So from Cairns out through the the harbour, it's opposite Fitzroy. Um, right. Rocky Headland, Rocky Point that drops out from two metres down to 45. Okay. Nice big ledges, um, some nice rocks. And that night, there, I've had two trips this year where I've jagged it where I've been the only boat there. Yep. Um, if people know fingies are running there, there can be 20 boats there. Right. So... Um, the last trip, yeah, just rocked up there. As I said earlier, I couldn't find anyone to come for a fish. Maybe they didn't want to fish with me, who knows. But <laughs> tried all the usuals, and in the end, I just said to the wife, I said, I'm going. I yep, said, I'm out the here. weather's too good not to. It's finger mark time. I'm going. Tides are okay. And you know it's going to be a good night, and there's going to be squid when I'm rigging the lines. I've got undergun all um, LEDs yep. on both sides and I've just heard a squirt straight away and there's a big ink patch next to the boat so, and they're big pencils, I'm talking foot long pencils Yep, um, pencil squid so rigged up two rods by myself, I'm thinking oh well best of both worlds, yep. chop this pencil in half, put the jig out on the other side, because I normally scoop or end jig so yep. depending on where they are um, the jig was getting them all that night and there was a school of probably 50 or so just swimming around the boat consistently, so I'd bait. Normally I'll use them whole, mm. um, but I just thought, oh, well, I'll first squid, I'll chop it in half and drop one over. Yeah. One half over, drop the other half, and first one's gone. Mm. Of course, what happens when the first one's gone, the second one's gone as well. Of so course. I've got a rod jammed under my leg, trying to wind that, got the first one in. 40 minutes later, yeah, I was on my way home, so I got the five. And I'd take that. Yeah, probably could have still. If I had two, you would have got 10, et cetera, et cetera, but they were nice fish. I had three about eight pound, one 10, and, and yeah. one little fella. They're perfect. So, yeah. Absolutely perfect. Downside yep. was those little little bloody pesky sharks that come in and end up nailing a heap of squid yeah. as you drop down. 
10 metres below the boat, they're nailing the boat. So, But, yeah, just a standard paternoster. Enough weight to hold the boat in the bottom and, yep. and that's it. Go so, for gold. Mm. Oh, good on you. That is fantastic. All right, we're going to go to our next song and our break. Before I do go, um, I am getting uh, dropped off to my house today, a five-metre Southwind Stealth, which I am selling for a good mate of mine. Um he hasn't got the time to sell it and he's not of best health so I'm going to do it for him so if you know my boat which is also a 5 metre Southwind Stealth these things are like unicorns but very 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 sought after and the most incredible boat ever this one is absolute beautiful conditions got a um, 100 Suzuki on it with 22 hours would you believe um, got everything that you would want with a boat from live well the safety gear the spare props to to motor guide so um a very good rig and it is going to be sold at a very good price so if you're interested send a message to um our facebook page um and i will endeavor to get in touch with you but i'll be putting it on all the self swap and sale sites tonight um after it gets dropped over to my house after the show let's play a pretty cool song that was very popular back in the day hope you're enjoying the show and we'll be back with you shortly
4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best-kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're having a wonderful morning so far and we're learning heaps off our friend Jason Masters. Um, a couple of guys this morning, and I was talking to my opponent mate Marcus. Marcus was saying you definitely use the etch primer with um, with painting your sinkers or or whether you're going to be hot dipping them or whatever because the paint just dries completely hard and it knocks and it's just going to chip and that's the same as basically any paint in the world so um, if you want it to be perfect that is the way to do it most definitely also uh, having a talk through to Al and he was saying um, well, you were mentioning your batteries Gaz so whatever you do like get the biggest cranking amps that you can possibly get. He's getting five to seven years out of his four-wheel drive batteries. Yeah, mine. Because um, he's got massive cranking. So you pay extra for it, obviously. But you know, your average is two years, two two and a half years on a on a battery. So if Al's getting five to seven years, that's pretty incredible. That's pretty and that's good. because of the extra cranking amps. And he is right because what he said is the, these batteries, regardless of the battery, they hate getting flat. Flat recharge, flat recharge. That's what's going to wear them down. So, um, which is a little bit of contrary to say a deep cycle, because sometimes your deep cycles like to be deadened, and then recharge. What is important with a deep cycle, and I'm shocking with this, is when you've used it, you should come home and put them straight on charge. Whereas I'll come home, go get the rum, fall asleep, and seven days <laughs> later put them on charge. So. <laughs> That's, you know, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, a, a, a couple of interesting things there. Now, what were you going to say, guys? I cut you off. No, it was just it was just about the battery. Yeah. When you were saying about batteries. Yeah, it's just, you know, when you cr- turn the key over, just not sounding strong at the moment. Oh, is she doing that? Yes. Yep. Taking a couple of spins. Yep. And she's starting being a diesel. So I thought there's something going on here. Yep. So I'm liable to walk out in the car park and she go, Pfft. 
Nothing. But Jace, you and I'll leave first. I was just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking that you can push it down the hill. Uh-huh. It's all right. Oh, I'm, I'm facing downhill, so I'll be right. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. But yeah, it's it's a funny thing with batteries, as we all know, who have cars and have all that. They don't give you any warning. They mm. just go, boom, done. Mount Low, Derrigan, getting... Uh, rain. Rain. Yeah, a bit of rain all over. The joint few showers, so... What is your plan tomorrow, Gary? You've got something up your sleeve without giving too much away. Well, I'm just going to go for a little cruise and a little look. Oh, you certainly gave nothing, nothing away. Nothing away. <laughs> couple of little spots out in the bay. Couple yes. of little, couple of little rocks. Ooh. Couple of little that rocks. That may hold some mungies. May hold some barras. So I've right. um, been told there's a few on it. Let's hope. Let's, I hope you find some. That would be well, pretty good. Uh, no, no. Let, let's just... Hopefully, I find some that are over forty-five. If you hear anything in your hole, go beep. Yeah, mate. Beep. If I if I go Just ignore it. If I go to this rock and there's a heap of fish there, mm. and I can only pull the forty-fives out amongst the nineties, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> not going to be happy whatsoever. No. And you've no. got a, uh, a a Dobbins that you uh, really need to bend. I need to put some to, load on it. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm going doing. for a little look in the bay, um, uh, mate. Is Showed me a little rock. Yes. So uh, I'll go and have a look, mate. It's I think you're going to do very well. I hope so. So yeah. So we'll soon see. But yeah, I'll be disappointed if I can, because last time he went out there with vibes, I got nineties and seventies. But he can actually fish. See what happens. So so we'll see how I go. Yeah, most definitely. What time are you going to leave? Is the weather t- staying the same? It's supposed to be the same tomorrow uh, from yep. the north, but uh, it's only supposed to be six or seven knots. So That's pretty special, man. So it's going to be pretty good. But we'll go and have a look, mate. It's it's not a, it, like I've been there many years ago, mm. but have never, um, you know, you don't go back. To, sometimes you don't go back to places. Yeah. You just. Um, and you wonder why. Yeah, you just go, probably because I never caught anything. Yeah. <laughs> whereas he does, so. But, no, it'll be – we'll just go for a cruise and uh, see what's there. I've got not a skerrick in my freezer because it's been so long since yes. I went for a fish. So the old cryovac machine's waiting to um, yeah. so we'll, do some work. We'll just get the boat. I had had a service at Rising Sun the other week, so it needs a run. So, yep. so yeah, we'll just – nothing planned. Might go to a couple of my finger mark spots for a little look. We're, I was just – I was saying to Jason in the uh, ad break that um, I wouldn't mind going chasing the finger mark. Is it uh, neat tides this weekend, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that doesn't excite me overly for finger mark fishing. But see, mind you, going to some of them deep spots at the back of the island and so forth. Well, I'll be I'll be heading that way, but I'll, I'll probably more troll and drop anything on them. Just you know, you just like throwing a lure out the back sometimes. You're just driving, going yeah. over your spots, and and then moving on to another one, and going yeah. back to them and look for just so it's probably just a day out more than anything tomorrow. No, fair enough. So just a, a chill out. Yeah. You know. You're not bathing yourself in glory. You're setting yourself up for no photos so that you don't, you know. Yeah. We, we need him sitting here going, yeah, I'm, go- I'm probably going to spank yeah, a few tomorrow. It's smart, see. I'm going Very for Very calculated. I'm that's going, what you're being, Gary Powers. I'm going for a boat drive, and if I catch a fish, that's a bonus. It's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> a boat drive. Oh, <laughs> we can say that, most definitely. So, no, looking forward to it. So, hopefully, it's funny, hopefully this year... We get a settled year of, of flatter weather because I want to do a bit more shoals and mm. reef edge and stuff like that this year. Yeah. Because it, it's, if it's good weather, I usually go marlin fishing out the front in season. Yeah. But this last year when we went for a fish out the back of Bramble and those areas and got some reds and stuff like that, you sort of get to, oh, that was a bit of fun. Yeah. 
So just a bit of a change if the weather's good. Um, and all this uh, throwing walk-the-dog-style lures over over the tops of reefs has got me a little bit interested um, to give that a go. Yeah, yeah, why so, not? Although when... The, the, our um, bloke that we had on the show a while ago... Nolsium. No, no. Uh, is it was it Justin from Sticks and Wood? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his um, Adrian. lures, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian from Sticks and Wood. His lures um, are yeah. kicking some really, really good goals. Yes, just something about them. People are loving them, so you should throw one of them around if you've got one. Yeah, just 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 something different. Yeah, we I, like when I did the stuff with Guesty last year. We sat up on top of Britomar, I think it was around the back, mm. and the tides weren't right, so we threw some walk the dogs. We had some trout. But the dirtiest, biggest oceanic long tom grabbed one of the one of the stick baits. Yeah, and it was um, so funny because this thing's a meter long, over a meter long, and, and they go, they go, and then the cameraman Chalky jumped in with the camera to get some underwater stuff with the and the long tom had a crack at him. On the <laughs> they are angry fish. They yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Lucky yeah. they don't have teeth. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Wow, what a set of jaws! Yeah, on so that that things. type of fishing, I'm hoping for a little bit of settled weather this year. Let's just, hope, just so we can just say. But the settled weather always happens when you you're at work, and then yeah. come weekend, as we all know, boom, it's windy. So windy. Jason, fast hatches or loop knots? Loop knots. Loop knots. Don't trust the fast hatches. The extra weight puts you off. Just changes thing. More metal you don't need. There used to be a guy that made them up in Ingham Nugget. Oh, I, yes. I think we all used this spring. Pigtails. Yeah, pigtails. pigtails. And, yeah, once he stopped making them, I ended up going back to um, Luke Knight. Yeah. Where is Nugget these days? He's, a, he's still floating around. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I bumped into him up at the pie shop in Ingham so um, just before Christmas. The Ingham tackle shop, it's closed. Yes. Now? Yep. So there's not a, uh, there is a complete is, angler. The, yeah, complete yeah. angler through the sports store there. But that's it. And then Halifax. At so Halifax, you've got that beer and tackle. What's it like? I've never been in there. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, it just has basic, basic little tackle shop. I won't say little, you, but yeah. If you need some lures, that's your yep. place to go. How can a shop called beer and tackle be ordinary? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Homebrew and tackle. Yeah. Perfect place. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, Nugget's floating around with um, Pete doing some mine work and stuff like that. So. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Is he still riding? Yep. When yeah. he can, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Still doing all his sander stuff as well, so. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, so. I remember, I think, yeah, he sat at our table. Last year, uh, yeah. Last year. So, and that's the first. He's a different bloke now because he was very, yep. I won't say standoffish, recluse. Yep. Um, whereas he was full on having a good old, uh, I think because all the pressure was off. Yeah, that I mean, his young fella, Nick's Nick and young um, Shane Jackamy's young fella. Yeah, as well, they fished last year. Mm. So right. Um, yeah, Nick's sort of getting into a, a bit bit of things here. Nuggets hasn't shown him the way or anything like that. He sort of said, yep. "Go out and um, mm. learn." I'll give you a couple of pointers because I took Nick for a fish up the dam in December. Okay, so yeah, interesting. Oh, very yeah, young fella wants to like like a lot of young kids. They want to learn and do yeah. Do the things dam, right. sorry, Jace. The the dam being Tinaru. Tinaru, yeah. Is is it a different mindset when you Completely. go to the dam compared compared to Hinchinbrook? Yep. Years ago, when I first started, when I moved to Cairns and I was wanting to fish the dam, I remember speaking to John Mondora. Yep. And John said to me, he "Goes, Jace, what you know about barra fishing and salt? Throw out the window." And it's true. It's um. You do have that different mindset. So for me, I'm a seasonal dam fisherman. Yep. So East Coast shuts October 30th, 31st. 
first November I'm down fishing. Yeah. And then I'm like that through till the first of February. Is it more getting your fix basically? Yeah, basically, yeah. Is but, it more um, sounder use in the dam than Yep. You you've still got an idea, like you know your points that there's where the rivers run and the points yep. come out and you know that the bay's gonna push up in certain areas and certain flats. Hmm. So like what we say, you've still got to be water smart. It's the same as fishing the salt. You still have to have some knowledge. Um, would I catch fish if they took a sander off me? Yes. Yeah. Being salt or fresh, you still will because you know where they are um, or where they should be. Your chances with electronics in the, in the dam greatly increase because you're using side scan and, and now, mm. like I was talking the other week with live and stuff like that. Ridiculous. It's, it's crazy to sort of know now that you're i think when we took reesey up there we're fishing a point and we're watching the fish swim around this point and come back and yeah different things like that that you're targeting fish a lot differently mm. um, do you still do you still go on moon times and tide times in the yeah in the dam like yeah. a lot of people say yeah it's there's the three big factors you get moonrise sunrise moonrise sunset uh, moonrise moonset sunrise sunset and tide change so if you get the three of them lined up yeah you, yep. you're usually in for a better session than normal wow. does it for us we'll go after work like being that sunset up here come december's about seven yeah. quarter past so yeah by the time we drive up there we're getting up there for that perfect time and we'll fish till about nine o'clock wow i um, remember reading a um article that a couple of years back from tim stordinger um Bumper Bar, Mr. Bumper Bar, and uh, right into his kayak fishing now and there. And he stumbled through accident um, where he was fixing up um, another rod and he had um, a lure out the back which was about a metre and a half to two metres behind the back of his kayak. And he was just paddling along and there's all sort of wish-wash and everything. Anyway, this huge barrister come up and eaten his lure and nearly lost a whole lot. And he's landed it and he's like, oh, my God. What was that all about? It was right there, so he's done it again. Thrown his lure out, but instead of throwing it out to 30 or 40 feet, throws it out less than 12 foot, like less than the length of the canoe. That's the only way mm. he trolls now. Because the barras are interested in whatever this noise is, whatever this length is, so they're coming up to investigate. This is his theory of it. Now, obviously, that's a phenomenon that is very well known, and, and, and most kayak fishers, I don't know if it works out the back of your boat. I can't see why it wouldn't. I, I think what that talking to Timmy about it because Tim works up at BCF and Keynes, right? Um, about that years ago, and he well, said, yeah, tell what, me it, the exact. what it come back to is what they tend to think is when you're paddling, you're not paddling a hundred mile an hour, so it's not that gentle stroke. So you get right. one stroke on one side, and probably another five meters is another stroke. So you're just cruising mm. along. What it, what he tended to think was it's that paddle movement, not actually a kayak going over the top, but just the, the probably the the whoosh underwater yeah, of the paddle yeah. going through. Yeah. So they see that and go, oh, "What was that?" And then they look up. That's that trigger to look up. And then by the time they've looked up, and come your lure's coming back over it. Yeah. And being that they're only in probably a meter and a half, six feet of water. Yeah. That's it. Beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. It's amazing, it's, and, it, and it makes pure. It it's sort of. Um, you really got to forget everything you know in that situation. And it was good because they called Tinaru a place of a million casts. Yeah, a thousand like. casts, yeah. Yeah, and he said he changed that. He halved that, quartered yep. it with this new way. Well, he's he's just gone to the live stuff in the last three to weeks. To live. 
to on the Lawrence Life. Oh, okay. As well. So he's been fishing with another guy up there. So he's not fished. That's not obviously in the canoe. No, or no, he's, they're out of a boat. Yeah, right. They so, actually uh, have got a good YouTube yeah, video up on three inter- bulls. Yeah, interpreting um, what you see on your live. And which unit is it? A he, he's L- got the Lawrence. Yeah. What's it like? I've yeah. seen the Garmin and it's yeah. incredible. It's, I've seen the Simrad, which is probably the best that I've seen. Um, of, of that footage of it, anyway. I, I had a phone call from um, Lance Butler the other week. Yep. Talking about the life because he rung me for a bit of info. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you've, run, you've dropped some serious names in the last I've, 20 minutes, what Jason. What a name dropper, this bloke. I've, I said the now, Lance. When I was with Elvis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was only last week I was with Elvis. <laughs> I had to leave him because Michael Jackson walked in, but anyway. Um, I said to Lance, I said, look, at the end of the day, I said, I haven't seen the new Active 2 that Lorenzo just released. Right. I think that's going to be probably better looking at what's been there. Is the Active 2 a complete new unit or is it an upgrade from the number one? A uh, new transducer. Okay, yeah. so money, money, money. Correct. Like, if you want to keep up to date with all the stuff, it, it is. Don't try to keep with the Jones. But, I mean, I'll run Active, Active 1. Um I've got no issues with it. Right. I'm seeing fish, marking fish. Yep. Um, Were you in Reese's boat when he had this Garmin? No. He. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say he, got, he. He said after he come with me that he's got to do something and get something. Yeah, on yeah. That. So Most definitely. He's gone the Garmin way. Um, it's a funny thing. I said to Turn someone. Coat. Turncoat. <laughs> Turncoat. Pathetic. Dumped. Yeah, don't, don't be on this show again, Reese. Don't expect support ever again, Reese. Mm. For me, no, please carry on. Sorry, <laughs> I'll, um, I said the Lance. I said the hardest thing is I said you'll you'll drive a Hilux, I'll drive a Holden, and, and yeah. you'll drive a. You can hop in my car, and I can hop in yours, and we can all drive it. Everyone's got their own personal preference when it comes to electronics. Right. I'm not. I'm not a brand basher. I'm not going to say, hey, look, they're better or they're not. I've never. I haven't seen the Garmin. Uh-huh. I've seen pictures. It yep. looks good. Yep. Um, I know the birds. Coming from talking to a few people, they fell behind in regards to the live stuff. They did, and it won't be long before they brought out their... Yeah, and yeah. they'll improve. Um, they yeah. and we're, we're, we're hummingbird boys. Yep. But I wouldn't buy a yeah. live off a, And that's simple. But I'll, I'll wait until they get it done. And it's, it's that same thing. I mean, I've hopped in Dom's boat. He's got the bird in his boat, and he needs to use it more, but I've adjusted yeah. it so that... It looked good to me. And once right. they seen that they went, oh, yeah, cool, no worries. Yeah. And same thing, we all have our preferences. Yeah. We can all interpret the sound that we can all look at side scan and, and sort of go, right, that's what that is. Hmm. Our brand's better in certain applications, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, with, with the active stuff, I think Garmin's probably just that Beautiful. fraction ahead at the moment until the, the A2 hits the market, I'm, I reckon. My mate Chatter went um, for a fit. One of his mates came up from Collinsville, Cody, the other last week. And uh, in between mine stints, they went to Missionary Bay. Cody's got a Garmin with live mm. in his boat, and Channel Chatter wanted to have a little look of, look at it and see what he thought. Um, they, they went into Missionary, one of the creeks in Missionary, found a school of barrows on the live. Chatter's looking at it, lobbed the lure in, seen the lure, and the barrows just scattered and never came back. And he said, "How disheartening." Well, that, but that's it, that day. But yeah, yeah, yeah I know. And I mean, and that's the thing. Like that day, I took Nick up up the dam up to Tenaru. Yeah. I posted a video probably a minute long and we had 20 to 30 barrows swimming in front of the boat and I pulled a 67 out of it and that was it. That was it. For the amount of fish that were there, like, you think, yeah, we're going to be on. And it was the first time Nick had seen it, like, active like that and he's just like, wow. It's amazing. Yeah, they scattered. 
Just went boom and out yep. of the screen and gone. So that would tell him next time, don't throw in the middle of the school, throw wide and yeah. try and get attention. Interesting, Dig though. the hell out of the lure, of where do something. It, where it leads. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's probably eight or nine years ago we were talking about sides going, going, geez, where can they go from here? Mm. And then now we're talking about live bull. Where can they go from well, here? I've been told that colour's an expert they're introducing, so bottom density and stuff like that into the life. <laughs> and I did hear a whisper that there was some sort of fish identification in the States. So between small and largemouth bass and stuff. So you start looking at that and going, like we say, where, where is it going to stop? Yeah. Mate, I always used to yeah. think side scan was a scam. Oh, no, that's impossible. Terry Stevens will back me up on that. Yeah, Tether. yeah. I go, that's because Terry had one very early in the piece. Uh, 998. And I'd go, that's rubbish, mate. There's no way. Because it used to show bits of rice, but it'd show you um, a crocodile. And I used to say to Terry, well, why can't it show you fish? If it can show you a crocodile. But no, yeah, and, I always thought that. And that comes back was, to that yeah. sander interpretation. Yeah, to I'll, be able to say, hey, look, yeah, that grain of rice. Yeah. I must admit, the grain of rice, that that was your nine, 900 series. Yeah, yeah. So once the helix has come out, oh, yeah. it actually turned into yep. pictures of Barra. I came around. So but in the early yeah. days, I thought, oh, that's a bit of a con. But if you've got a 998 or a 7, don't think that. You know, or even oh, a 798, they yeah. have still got their place. They're a great They still sound. work perfectly. Great sound. Like, I've got a Helix 2 on my boat at the moment, and uh, something about it just kicks ass. What size? What screen size? No, it's only... It, it's a 12. Yeah. It's a 12-inch, but it's... um, I don't know. I can just find stuff with the old-school Helix. And, and I think I may have mentioned it, but I'm not the first to say that. You know, you jump on the hummingbird sites and so forth, and there's a lot of people say, hey, I've got a Solix, or I've got this and I've got that. But for some reason, my Helix 2 seems to read a whole lot better. So I'm like, I'm holding on to this Helix 2. Something about it. It, it could be that same thing, that, that you're used to reading it. You're, could be. Yeah. Could you, be, but the picture is just crystal yeah. clear. And remember, I've had Solixes and everything on my boat. And but but like, re- remembering when they first came out, there was no um, of those super clarify settings. And mm. have they put more settings on yeah. that you try more things? See, like that's you, where I'm stuck now because I'm putting a new sounder on the boat and I want a big one. So I, go, go, <laughs> I want a... Compensating. Compensating. So yeah. 15 inch. Um, so really compensating. So do I go Solix or do I go Helix 4? Mm. And I just know as soon as I buy it, a week later, Hummingbird will release <laughs> Helix 5 and Solix 4. So I'm just waiting for it. But I, I'm a bit stuck. Do I spend? Because the, the difference between the Solix and the Helix is a lot of money. And then that's a hard thing. I mean, talking about me with Lorraine, they've just bought out their new range and their new. HD 1200 yep. meg transducer, so that's to rival that the hummingbird garment side of things. Yeah, but it's that extra cost. And then, like somebody had said to me, he said eventually over time, he said they'll run, yeah, run updates and stuff like that that you can run that transducer and things. And yep. it's where do you stop? It's yeah, yeah, it's I'm that more, same question. Yeah. I'm more than happy with my 12 inch um, because it's you see more, um, and even when I'm blue water fishing now. Um, I get rid of the side imaging and just use the down imaging. Chase wondered where I was going with yeah, that. I, the I, knew, I knew straight away. <laughs> Anyone who has listened I've to this got show the Helix for five GM minutes for 12 where you're inch going. in my boat, and I'm wrapped. And, and you don't realise 
the difference between the 10 inch screen and the 12 inch there or the 9 massive there are massive differences yeah. Yes. yeah yeah even yep. though it only sounds small no it is a big difference in seeing and stuff and it works on an oblique yes um from corner to corner as opposed from side to side so and you know what it does make a difference it does i was surprised because i had the 9 which basically is re- is exactly the same as the 10 just a mm. little bit of a, a change but then the 12 is just totally a whole new ball game of screen coverage. Yeah, and the people that don't know, they, they say, oh, you're a bit of a flog having two sounders or even three One's sounders. One's a GPS. Or Gavin Miles having nine sounders on your butt. The 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 thing is, though, is when you've got side imaging on or 360, whatever, to have like a 12 or a 10-inch screen, whatever you got, yeah. in full side imaging. Yes. Or full, that, it just makes things... Rather than if you've got one sounder, you, you want your GPS, you might want down imaging, you want... You, so you're, you're thirding everything. But you have that two sounders, so one is full side imaging, and then the other sounder is half side imaging, half, uh, sorry, half down imaging, and half 3D or half GPS, whatever you want. Even out chasing marlin, because a lot of it's over sholly stuff. As we know, the hummingbird side imaging in deep stuff, and I'm in fishing in around a hundred foot of water, isn't as good as the Garmin's, which is made for that. Mm. But just dropping your transducer down to the four five five kilohertz mm. it gives you a much better reading Correct, on side yeah. imaging um out on the shoals with a hummingbird so there are ways as you say tweak around with it yep. and get yeah. used to your sounder all right boys we're going to go to a song and ad break when we come back we'll talk to emma um and also through the week you were talking to um regarding crab pots i was mate i yeah, was talking yeah. to uh, a uh, ultimate Pro Crab Pots um, messaged us, and yeah. they sell to most is of. Is he a Broncos fan? Did he yeah, send he us is. a message last night? Yeah, he's American, you so how or Canadian? He's one of those. Right. But yeah, they contacted us during the week. They sell. How good's uh, that? They sell their Pro Pots to obviously commercial fishermen all up and down the coast. Right. Um, from Sydney all the way to the tip and round to the Gulf by their, um, but they're branching into recreational. Um, crab pots which okay. are still a very heavy duty yeah um so they want to give a few away on the show at the end of april when their Amazing. shipment gets here and be involved with the show so oh, what a great so we'll have some crab pots us. to give away during the year as well oh good that's fantastic. yeah the boys we at look, ultimate pro crab pots yeah we look forward to having you um on the show with us yeah. to have a little bit of a chat in the meantime let's go to a song we hope you enjoy this little ditty and we'll be back after this
citizens. I'm taking a holiday from crime fighting in Gotham City. No rest from danger, though, because all around us is that deadly daily danger. Thanks, Batman. G'day, it's Dave Daly. Hitching a ride inside your car radio. Nice car you got here, too. Weekdays at Sparrow's Fart. It's very Townsville. The Dave Daly Show, only on 4K1G, too deadly. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop Models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And it's that time of the morning where we cross over to Emma from Lucent, the Fishing Lodge. Good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that at the moment. So, no, plenty happening. We've got Jason in the studio with us this morning. So, no, having yeah, a good Yes, how you going, Jay? Good, Em, yourself? Yeah, good. I haven't seen you for a while. What's I'll be been there. Fishing? Been there in the <laughs> beginning of April with a couple of mates. So, oh, excellent. I'll try Very and take good. them barrow away that Gav's been catching. Yeah, yeah did you see yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice one yesterday. Yes, yeah, it was uh, 71 centimetres. So, yeah, he, no, he was happy. He went down early in the morning and, um, yeah, I got the photos and thought, oh, working hard. In the boat or <laughs> off the bank there? He was in the boat. Nice. But. Yeah, just, just sort of across from the lodge there. Yeah. <laughs> not, not too far away, so, yeah. It's, um, it's, in, it's beautiful here today. The sun's shining. It's just a primo day. It's, it's lovely. So, fair few people getting out and getting amongst it. So, <laughs> we'll see um, some fishing photos this afternoon, I'm sure. Weather would be spectacular. But a little bit cloudy down here, though, Em. Is it? Oh, yeah. no, it's blue skies and there's a, there's a couple of white fluffy marshmallow clouds above the island here. But, yeah, it's it's just yeah beautiful sunshine day today. So Charles and Gab have actually gone out. They've gone up the channel, so gone to hunt and gather for the family. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what, are they going crabbing or fishing? Um, they're going fishing, yeah. Haven't put any pots in today. I have heard the crabs have been a little bit slower this week. Um, 
So maybe, yeah, maybe now that we've had a little bit of rain, it might start happening next week. But, yeah, so hopefully I'll catch a couple of fish. Charles, you know, he's usually pretty good at getting a couple of little rat barrows. So hopefully we get some of those for photos. He gets really excited. So it's nice that he can get out there. It's been, it's been a little while since he's been out, so he's excited. No, it'll be nice. Hopefully they get onto some. Yeah, we've got some um, pretty grey-looking clouds around the studio and it's been a little bit of rain around Derrigan and the other suburbs. So a little bit patchy down here. Oh, well, now you'll have to come up here. It's nice and sunshiny. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to plan a trip soon. I haven't been up for a while. Off to Sydney yeah, first, though, in a couple of yes. weeks, down to Sydney for three or four days. So Yes, very nice. Yep, for yeah. Kayleen. So, yeah, you yeah. guys will have a nice time down there as well. Well, yeah, she, I'm going to Lucinda. She's going to Sydney. She doesn't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking her to the airport, and just as yeah, when we sit down, I'll her. go, oh, geez, I've left something in the in the lounge. I better go and get it. And <laughs> gone. <laughs> So, no, we, we're off to Sydney for her birthday, so it'll be really, oh, really nice. So Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah you'll have a nice time. Yeah. And then you, once you recover from Sydney and all the people down there, you can come back and um, relax up at uh, Lucinda where it's nice and quiet. Well, Easter <laughs> will be coming, but you guys are booked for Easter, but there is a waiting list. There is a waiting list for Easter, yeah. We are, we are booked out for Easter, um, but there has been a person get on like get off the waiting list on into an apartment so it does happen um but yeah you can jump on the wait list if you want there is availability before and after easter as well so it's still school holidays after easter finishes yep um so i do have some availability i think it's coming in on the tuesday the 11th after the easter monday so there is some apartments available if you want to bring the family up bring the kids up for a fish before they have to go back to school and and you get back into the grind of things. So, yeah, there is some availability for that. And, um, yeah, throughout the year as well, we've got availability coming up for some of the other school holidays and that as well. Lovely. I'm going to Claremont for Easter. Very good. Going detecting. I'm taking my metal detector down there. <laughs> Very good. And, yeah, going to, treasure. well, find some bottle tops and bits of tin <laughs> is my favourite. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just going down to Claremont for for Easter. Don't usually go away at Easter, but this year we said, no, we'll grab the camper trailer, throw the detectors in the car, and if we get to Claremont, well, we get to Claremont. If we don't, well, we'll just camp at places. Yeah. So, so nothing special. Um, It'll just be nice um, getting away, and hopefully the weather's good. Yep, fingers crossed for you. Yeah. It is, it is that time, Easter. There's so many people on the road at Easter. You just yes. have to... Be careful and be sensible, and um, we get a lot of people that sort of come up. They try to come before the mad Easter rush. You know, if you come up the day or two before that Thursday, Friday, to beat the traffic, and if you can with work, you know, try and get away earlier, and that way you can sort of settle in. You not have to rush, rush no. in for just the four days. You can, you know, make a week of it or something, which is awesome at that at Easter at times. Well, so, the yeah. Cowboys are playing on Good Friday. So oh, yeah, so we're going to go to the game and then leave early Saturday morning and come back Tuesday. Yep. Very so good. We'll, so we will beat the rush. Yeah. Um, coming home because we'll be Tuesday, and I'll Tuesday and I'll dump the show with Marty, and I won't be in on the Saturday. I'll be gone. <laughs> Marty, you'll be in charge. I'll be in charge. <laughs> he yeah. he can do whatever he likes. Then he can um, play. Any crap music he likes. Yeah, I'll finish at eight. You <laughs> finish at eight. Yeah, yeah. Show will start. All right, at, I'm done. Show will start at court to eight. Yeah, yeah. And finish at eight. Yeah, no, we haven't. Uh, we haven't had a late start like many years ago um, when the door wouldn't open or things like that. When it, when the station was in a bit of a rundown affair or we couldn't get in because of the alarm system. Um, 
and the show had started eight or eight thirty. We um, that ha- hasn't happened. Haven't for years. That hasn't happened eight, for nine many years. Yeah, in the old days when the uh, the lock on the door wouldn't work, and you'd go, "God, how am I going to get in here? If I put the wrong <laughs> number in." Um, but no, we're uh, very professional now. Mm. Yep. Sort of. No. <laughs> mm. Hey, um, comment on that one. No. Anything available uh, for the weekend? No, this weekend we are all booked out. Um, I've got some availability coming up on Thursday. If anyone is keen, we do have availability for next weekend. So, um, yeah, we, we are booked out until this coming Thursday, though. Yep. Uh, so there's, yeah, waterfront apartments, waterside apartments, self-contained, pontoon access, you know, all the, all, yes. the good, all the good stuff that you need when you come fishing. <laughs> Did you find out who stole me crab pots? No, I just forgot to ask. Actually, every time you say it, it remind me. Yeah. I have to write myself a note. It's all good. Lucky I'm not coming. Lucky I'm not coming up crabbing and go, Lucky. oh, it's all good. I've got some stashed up there. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to use Jimmy and stick your hand down a crab hole and pull one out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, we just saw a croc yesterday. Speaking of, sorry, Jimmy reminds me of the crocs. I always think of that. Um, there's, a, there's a little croc just floating past the fishing lodge yesterday. Um, we got to see oh, that. I've seen so. the photos you put up. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to spot them, hey? they just yes. like the master of camouflage they are. They are. So yeah. They you, are getting around. <laughs> you could have said it's about six and a half metres. Not a little one doesn't excite, but if you had said there's a six metre croc hanging around, out, people would have gone, oh, you better go and have a look at that. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, only, only a little one. Actually, there's a little one just near my house too. There's like a little swamp swamp near my house, and Gab was driving the tractor past it the other day, and he said it was about a two and a half metre. And he's looking at it, he's, oh, that, is that a croc or is it a log? And yep. then it just didn't move. The tractor didn't phase them, you know, they just don't care. They, yeah. they just sat there and watched, and he didn't sort of go back under or anything. So, yeah, they, they're, not, they're not bothered by us. I thought there was a big one in that swamp. That's the other one. That's oh. the, the middle of the farm. Yeah, this yep. one is sort of on the Lucinda the Road. Oh. Uh, you know, the swamps is, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So you just never know. There could be crocs everywhere looking and you just, yeah, you got to be crockwise. Where there's barrows, there could be crocs. So. That's right. That's All exactly right, right, Em, how can we get hold of you if we want a uh, book in for Easter, school holidays, Christmas, Christmas next year? Yes, you can give us a call on 0477-999-900. Um, give us a call if you're wanting to have a look and see what we have to offer. You can jump on the website, which is www.lucindafishinglodge.com.au. There's videos on there of all the apartments, um, which takes you through a little virtual tour to see what we've got. Um, or if you have any questions, you can give me a call, have a chat, and don't forget to mention the fishing show to get your fishing show discount for your room. But um, yesterday, Gaz and I were talking, we're going to start something else, a giveaway and um, we haven't done one for a while, so yes, might be coming. time to, yeah, we'll have to get our thinking caps on and maybe do some kind of brain teaser or a photo comp or something, so stay photo, tuned. <laughs> photo comps are always good, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll work on a photo comp in uh, a couple of days at the Lodge giveaway. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome, Em. All right, thanks, guys. You have a good weekend, hey, and I'll talk to you later on. Thank you, well, Em. See ya. Bye. Thanks, hey. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Em at Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Yeah, we're, going to, we're working brainstorming on a, uh, on a giveaway, a photo comp where you get a couple of nights at the lodge. And that, because the rooms are so big, you could yep. fit 150 people in the room with you. Well, yeah. that's, that's what we're basically in. Yeah. The three days before Easter, I make one the room upstairs with the three bedrooms. Oh, cool. So he's got a friend coming from Brizzy. There's a guy from Townsville that won it and two of us from Cairns. So. Mm. I'm hey. heading up to Hinchinbrook 
on the 1st of April taking up Chester, my manager, and we're going to yeah. hopefully get some barrows. Yeah, I'm, I Stay think a couple of days. That'd be nice. We'll probably bump into each other. I think we're the third, fourth. I'm there the third, fourth or something Are like that. Are you going well, during the week or the weekend? Yeah, taking a couple of days off oh, during the week. Say, so yeah. going to do the show and then shoot, shoot up um, Saturday afternoon because there's huge tides in the morning but yep. then run out at 2 o'clock to perfect. Yeah, they're good tides. Just perfect. And I'm like, they're yeah, built we'll to the full that. moon. Yeah, and that way, like, I won't be in the rush to fish the the three meter highs, and the, you can have a bit of a sleep in, cook some brekkie on the barbecue or whatever, and then um, head out and then spank him for the afternoon. So, Very nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll look forward to that. All right. Well, we're at five past nine o'clock. We're in the last hour of the show, guys. So and it's been a great show so far. Um, if you've just turned the station on. Whoosh, Naughty, give yourself a slap, but ring in and get your numbers. Our number is 47244824. And remember, if you are feeling a bit down or things are getting on top of you, please call Lifeline on 131114. Have a chat. They're awesome people and they can make a massive difference to you. There's far too much of um, this yucky stuff going on in our world. But in the meantime, let's go over to a really cool song, which I'm pretty sure that most people who know it will enjoy it. about myself and then there she was like double cherry pie yeah there she was like disco super fly I smell sex and can they hear who's that lounging in my chair who's that casting Yeah. 
race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campus and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I hope you enjoyed that show and that song. And to continue on that theme, let's cross over to Dom from Wild Local. How are you, Dommy? Yeah, good, mate. That sun's a bit glary today, but otherwise it's all good, eh? Well, she's a little bit opposite here because um, a lot of our listeners saying that they are having a fairly serious downpour from Annandale all the way through to Blue Water and so forth. It's it's coming down. And it so is getting what? overcast here. We may get a shower very, very shortly. So what? Jay brought the rain down. Yeah, Jay brings everything down with him. Oh, <laughs> I know. Easy. Share the love, mate, eh? Yeah. Share the love. No, yep. I'm going to shout you around. What are you doing, Norms? Gaz? Yeah, Gaz is already on another call. He's taking numbers. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's putting in his pokey uh, numbers for this afternoon at the club. Down at the local, you reckon? Down at, yeah. Yeah, gamble all that hard cash he's got stashed. No, away. he's too much of a tight ass for that, mate. <laughs> he wouldn't I dare. Far, I reckon even fart struggle to get through him. Yeah, yeah. That's what I reckon too. No, they don't. Trust me, oh, <laughs> they don't at all. Gosh. How's the anyway, week been? been happening. Yeah, oh. no, the week's been great. I just tried to go for a fish, but I ended up a bit wounded with a scratch on the leg, and then things pear shaped from there. So um, I know. Heard you spend a couple of days in the big White House, mate. Yeah, it was bit a scary. little bit. Um, oh, we 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 have a few events now and then, but yeah, that one there just took it from a yeah. Yep. And, um, Gets on top of you. It so certainly does. 
we, we, we're so blessed to have such medical team assistance in this planet of ours, especially where we live up in North Queensland. All these wonderful nurses and doctors there, they help us out and do the best that they can. So yeah. if anyone has to go there and do what they've got to do, just behave and give them a little bit of time and yeah. you know, they'll always get to you. They're, but, um, they're, they're wonderful staff, all the girls and doctors at Ingham Nurse. Yep, don't let... Uh, don't let an infection or whatever get away from you because it can make you very, very crook. Yeah, anyone knows, you know, I'm RDA. Yeah, but mind you, I didn't I didn't even know that I was sick. I just, I passed out at, bloody, at the casino and that was me, done. And then two days later, my infection come out then, but it was just my body being naughty. And then um, three weeks later... And it happens gone. fast. It happens really Ooh. fast, especially this time of year with the water being dirty. You know, people go out to go chasing bait, they... They're in sand-fly-infestated waters, and then next where they're scratching themselves, they put their arm in the water, they're picking up bait, they get the mud on it, and they, yeah, they go home, they sit down, they have a couple of beers or whatever, Yeah. and things happen. Yeah. You know, always wash up even in the boat. And a lot of blokes that fish a lot and bait a lot, you watch, they're always washing their hands, keeping themselves clean. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you get a scuff, you get a scratch in the boat, Especially this time of year with a lot of rainfall and the water's always dirty out there with soil in it. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of bacteria and um, I forget what it's called, but um, this time of year it's prominent, like there's that soil. Oh, yeah, we just, um, a gentleman here sadly died not long ago, a couple of weeks ago yeah. from the soil infection. Well, my dad, one year there, Marty, I might have told this once before, but we'll, um, we, we were prawning. Yep. And um, he, he, he used to wash the prawns, we had a 200 litre. 44-gallon drum in the boat cut in half, and we used to, with the drawstring, drop the prawns in there, and he'd, he'd just pull them out and put them in the esky. With the sand floor scratching his arm, he broke his skin. Being on Wolfram, the skin's nice and thin, and mm. uh, he ended up, he got infected. And not knowing, we got, he said, oh, he wasn't feeling well enough. Oh, he, didn't, he wasn't drinking enough water, you know. He dehydrated. Yep. It was a hot day. We get to the boat ramp. We get there, and he normally stands there while we put the boat on. Next minute, Kapow, he just passed out on all the mangrove roots, you know, them six, eight-inch roots. Oh, man, that would have been scary for you. He's laid over, so we're going to pick him up, put him in the car, we get home, and he, he Enzo takes him home. Next minute, Enzo rings up, ambulance, blah, blah, he's, you know, he's, he's not real well. And you know what, that night, they bonded him with that much antibiotics next day, and his hand actually blistered. It created all fluid underneath the skin. Wow. And they lifted the skin about two inches. And they had uh, they, they had JCU there, a lot of students, and they were analysing his arm and everything. And, and it come back to us that soil bacteria. They had the name for it. And he was just lucky he survived. Lucky. And it is. It, it's there. And as kids, you know, even going in the river and whatever, I've, I've stood on you know, the bamboo on the banks and the, on the rivers and all that, all yep. that way, way, where boo came. Yep. Yeah, in the foot, infected, the mud, yeah. As kids, we're invincible, but as we get older, we get fragile. But anyway. Oh, isn't that the truth? The old the old white killer cells, they, uh, they, they're not as strong as what they used to be. So, but anyway, you're getting a bit of information out of Jay today or what? We always do, man. Always do. Jason's very open for us, which is good. Book of knowledge. And as we speak, the heavens have opened up over the studio. She is pelting down. Really? It's Finally. just blue sky. It's, a, it's good to have a change. Eh? Normally we're drowning and usually got blue sky. So Yep, yep. A whole different might, scenario. Might be washing the tears away from the game last night, eh? Yeah, yep. 
four buggers. Yep, but that anyway. was uh, very, very disappointing. It's good they jumped on the bandwagon with the with, with, with the fishing show too, eh? Oh, how good's that? Good yeah, we um we got a um email out of the blue saying that um, yeah. a, a lot of the boys, um, meaning the players, listen to the show and 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 uh, think that um, the club should be part of our show. And uh, that's why, holy hell, that's why they're not unreal, eh? That's good. They support a lot of lot of public, eh? Full stop. Yeah. Oh that's no, like, they're fantastic like that. That's why they're not winning. You're too busy listening to the show at training. Why don't you go and ruin the segment, Gary? <laughs> yeah, Gary, we're just oh. having fun here, you freak. How you going? Good, mate. Good. No, the boys, uh, the, the phone call I had with Ange yesterday was really cool at the Cowboys. They emailed us and said the boys um, love the show and they want to get involved with local content. Um, we can't do anything through the show because they're contracted to another station, but we can do stuff through the podcast and the uh, social media pages. So, a very well, why don't you, hey, why don't you do something like a, a, make, make make a competition where you, you can fish a day with a, a cowboy star? Yeah, great. No, uh, what we have at the is they're contracted to different organisations. So yeah, well, that's, um, fine. that's why we're doing the podcast stuff and the social media. Yeah. So oh, you're all over it, Gary. When it, when it comes to it's all good, stuff, mate. It's you're, all, the, you're the master in control. Oh, it's you know, all I'll give JT a call this afternoon and see what will come up for um, Stay tuned to um, the podcast and our social media pages because there will be an awesome competition coming up um, wow. with Bundy Rum. Um, are going yeah. to Magic Round down in Brisbane, so that's coming up. But yeah, it uh, it'll be on our podcast and our social media, our Facebook and Instagram pages. But yeah, it 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 was really good to um, to get an email from the team we support, and we uh, we love the boys listening to the sh- to the podcast and the show. So it was it was very humbling and very good. We can't wait to do some stuff with them. Well, you lads are doing a good job. That's why everyone likes to listen, eh? There's not, not too much crap in the system. Well, there's oh, a lot of crap, mate. There's a lot of crap. Come on. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Hey, question, Marty. Yes. You, you see I asked you about, about the strategy and that? Yes. And, um, I, I pulled out the old dinosaur, the BSR, in my GLX. I saw that. What a wonderful yeah. rod. 20 years yeah. old and still an absolute cracker would uh, destroy most blanks in the same class. Uh, I just I, I grabbed it yesterday off the top top of the cupboard where it lays the rest and, the, and I seen the eyelets and I said ah oh, you know what and I've got three of those I've got the six to ten the six to twelve yeah there's another one there in the background so I said no I'll, uh, and geez it's got, it's got a backbone on it it's crazy so I'm going all right let's see what we can do with this friggin thing and have a yep. bit of fun it, it, it it's all about fun oh it's a perfect rod no six more. to twelve pound you can do a whole lot with that but like oh, i said i'd be it's got a lot of backbone but the thing is i got that two two five stratic perfect per- two fives yeah. and that, i would you you a three thousand would sit perfectly on that but the two five is not going to be unbalanced it's not going to be too light I whatsoever a four and it's too heavy oh you'd never put a four on that hey uh, four is for your your 14 to 20 pounds and so forth yeah a quick yeah. one dom one of our listeners just texted me and said take heed of what dom is talking about Frankie lost his best mate in Townsville from a bacterial infrec- infection from the Ross River. Yeah, yeah really and, scary. And there's a lot of, like, I would have touched a lot of people just talking about that. Uh, like, yeah. over the yeah. years, especially the other side, there's a lot of people out there that can understand what I'm talking about. And, and when you're young, you're, you're invincible. But even when I was 
like I said, I was four days in hospital with just a bit, bit of bamboo in my little toe underneath as I got off the boat in the river, hold the boat while Lenny was getting out, and I stood, and I could feel it go in. I thought it was nothing, you know, and you clean it out when you get home. Yeah. Three days in hospital, minor operation. I opened it up to clean it all out, and, yeah, I was lucky back then. So yeah, Very it, lucky boy. It would touch base with a lot of people out there, and a lot of people understand what's going on. Even flood time, walking through the flood water. Yeah. We used to get in so much trouble. You couldn't walk straight upstairs. You had to... We had a wash bin with vinegar in it, so you used to put your feet in it before you come in the house because the house had lino and carpets or whatever. And so, yeah, yeah you, it, it's a serious thing. We take it for granted. Yeah, we do. Which is a good thing. No, it, it's good to take things for granted sometimes, but when it does happen, it, it it's, um, opens up my case. But anyway, yeah, so getting back, thanks, Gary, for that, and thank you for rang, rang in. It's it's good that I, I can touch base with people out there. So, Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent, Dom. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try and play with that Stratic, that 2.5. I, I might have to get the line off it. It looks like platypus, yellow platypus. Yeah, you, oh. look, if it, a rod and reel like that deserves a, a quality braid, mate. So start it fresh. And um, and the, them Stratics for their price range are real less than $300. are just fantastic. They're silk. Oh, the drag system on them, and it's so sweet. And, yeah, like, normally I let Frankie use that, and she catches more jacks than all of us because it's just... It's 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 just balanced for her nice with yep. the rod I had it on. Yeah. And she'd just sit there and the rod would load up and then jacks would just turn on their side and then be like, Wow, look at that. She's what is going on? Oh. Yeah, that little strat is good as gold, so Unbelievable. Yeah. Dom But anyway. Thank you very much for your time this morning, buddy. I hope you have yeah. a wonderful weekend. Get out on the water, mate. You can't work, work, work. You've got to find a bit of time for fishing, buddy. Yeah, I know. The big boat's out. There's a hummingbirds in there. The, the rods are going in, and it's like, yeah, I, it doesn't matter. Even if it's a couple of hours, I've got the electric winch on the front. It makes it easy to launch and put it back on. So Beautiful, mate. The only thing is now you get paranoid at the boat ramp with the dirty water. Well, you, you're meant to. That's how people survive are you, are through you, paranoia. Paranoid. I, I'm paranoid about losing my truck because the the uh, I don't know the bloody handbrake fails or, or she slides in on a dead low tide. That's my paranoia. But um, yeah, no. If I'm launching yeah. at somewhere like uh, equivalent of Cattle Creek or something, I'm you know, um, pretty bloody vigilant. You know, a little thing when you are worried about that, and sometimes yeah. when the ramps really. Um, greasy, you go. Oh, geez, I hope the car. Yeah. Um, just pull the trailer brake on, as well. You yeah, have your handbrake. Yeah, just pop, pull the lever up, and wedge you're off. Don't forget to release it when you go back to the car. Yeah. But if you're worried about rolling your boat off. Yeah. And your car. Yeah. Pull your trailer brake on. Look, as well. the chances of it happening is really, really rare. slim. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I think everybody's had it happen. To ha have it slide a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's and had it happen drops. where you go. Where's the brick? Because you used to go to most boat ramps in the old days and there was always a couple of blocks there. Yeah, blocks. not no there more. always something. That, no, they take them all. What's the matter with people? Mate, they've got built barbecues everywhere in the backyard, mate, with boat ramp <laughs> oh, blocks. Okay. Yeah, we should have a couple of broken sleepers. You know, we can just slide them under. Yeah, I remember no. back in the... I don't know if it happens as often no more, but every Friday the council used to go down to the, um, to the boat ramps and, and gurney it. And, uh, yeah, our, 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 our council goes there and cleans Dungeness all the time, but they don't have to now. You know why? Because what? that many towns with boats go down there, they keep it all nice mm. and clean, eh? Hey, 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 Eugene. Eugene? Eugene? 
<laughs> Eugene's building boom gates for the Townsville people, mate. To pay. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember he had that idea? Yeah. You, know, you no, Townsville people should seed. have to pay to use the Hinchinbrook ramp. I planted that seed. I, I said to council, we, we should, in your rates, if you live locally, you, you get a card in your rates where the boom gate opens automatically and everybody else is on bucks a year. <laughs> Ten bucks a shot. <laughs> oh, Dom. Dom, Dom, you wait when you wait when the dam opens up in towns. We're already we're already starting to work out how to get a convoy down there every Saturday morning to the dam. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to find out what's going on with the dam or our proverbial unicorn. Yeah, I think they're all in there fishing now by themselves. I'm not they even going near that. I got in trouble yeah. last time, so I'm not. Hey, don't Jason, no, don't bait me, Jason. Haven't you got an invite to go to the dam? Not yet. Have, have, have you, you guys? Give you your invite? No, no. He said he was going to give it to you. Apparently, you, you must have two invites. I can't fish. I didn't hear you, Gaz. Have you got an invite? No. No. Gaz, you got an invite? No. So where's all the invites going? Then there's no such thing as an invite, no. my friend. No, there's nothing. We're waiting, waiting for We're the waiting? council to sort the infrastructure out and everything, and then yep. we'll all be allowed in there. Well, not oh, all of us. Did you see that crayfish Could... farm starting up? I did at Tamala Beach. How's that? The government hasn't got one cent, Marty, to help help the wild side, but they got five, seven point five million dollars to start up another agriculture farm. I didn't even know it was there. I actually want to speak to the well, ma- been, the manager. Uh, it's been there for a long time. No, yeah. It's been there a long time. What did you think of that stupid fisheries post where they tried to make a song out of the words? For fish. What tweets. Oh, what have tweets. you ever seen anything more ridiculous in your oh. life? Morning fisheries. Oh, <laughs> did, did what you, a mob of idiots. Yeah, I know. You, you, got their, you got their speed dog. Red, red boat with a Liverpool what, emblem on it. Oh, you already know. Oh, they got to work out how to start agent. their outboards to catch me yet, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, Dom. See you, brother. <laughs> See you, my hate. Stop shit, Stern. <laughs> Cheers. Have a good day, Bye. Ah, oh, there we go. Dom, wild local, prawns. Good morning, fisheries. They're listening. I know. Always do. I know. And they're, they're, they're sitting in their cars doing whatever they do to one another in their car park, looking at each other going, you know he's right. They're out on the water. Yeah, out on the water, my own. Checking people. Yeah, They've yeah. been catching some great people. I caught a bloke with a heap of female crabs down in Brisbane. Good job. Yeah, no. Had and them mackerel. all stacked under his some of the mackerel, mackerel too, yeah, in the close season there. Yeah, yeah, good job. Yep, and had them all stacked. The crabs were under the floor, and so they actually didn't crawl under the floor. She stashed them under there, so. Big fine. I hope, I hope they do. Did, what about the fine? Was that overly huge? 12,000. and a half. For the for the little crocodiles, I was surprised. By Mate, that. I'm. Oh, this is where I'm at, and for what we're talking about, uh, uh, someone in the area um, was just. Did you want to take a call? Skylarking around. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, and then I want to hear yeah, your my opinion. thoughts. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, please. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Let's get your numbers. Who have we got, Courtney? Cut Michaela? No, Mason. M- yes. Um, Emily? Yeah. Haley? Yes. And Courtney? And Courtney. Right, let me get the numbers going here. We have Mason is 39. Yep. Emily is 6. Yep. Haley is... 
59. Yep. And Courtney is nine. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, yep. in the area, some um, fella got fined $12,000 for um, spotlighting little freshwater crocs and jumping on the on them and pulling them into the boat and um, taking videos and putting them on TikTok. Did he now, release them? Yeah, of course he did. My, my thought process here... Please. ...is... And this could be, I don't know, we've got cars getting stolen at a rapid... We've got houses getting broken into and we've got elderly people getting bag snatched and knocked over and house invasions and the culprits get let out within an hour and a half and we have a guy jumping on the back of a little freshwater croc and taking a video of it. They're not really jumping on their back. No, just grabbing grabbing them. them. Yeah, and and putting it on social media. Stupid. Stupid. Of course it is. But getting $12,000. As a young fella, which you can clearly see there's not a silver spoon there. Like how many TV shows... Of these four-wheel drive shows, do you see them holding freshwater crocs and stuff up? Absolutely. To be honest, disgusting. Yeah. and, and I, I can't believe I, that. I, I'm, I can't, I'm ashamed of whoever the gave The law's that very... Like, I watched a, 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 a video on social media of one of the other fishing shows. The guys were jumping on the back of turtles. Yeah. I know. And I thought, this this fella... Like, it's, it's illegal, don't get us yep. wrong. You can't 100%. do that. But $12,000... Disgusting With fine. the stuff that's going on around Townsville at the moment, mm. I think is very, very wrong. Me too. And you know what? You know this conversation... Yeah. We haven't had this conversation no. off air. It was a talked-about thing in our circles, or yeah. my circles. Everyone agrees with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, are you serious? Like, find the guy a thousand bucks. Sure. Give him a thousand. Give him a thousand bucks. You you shouldn't have done that. Twelve grand, mate. Here's here's a new. Which was a minimum. You you bang on about um, fisheries. There's people. I wouldn't say. There's people. There's people who put a hundred crabs under the floor of their boat and get caught and get fined thirteen hundred dollars. Yep. So yep. Somewhere something's wrong. Massively wrong. And, yes, I, I agree that the lad that did that was stupid and it is against the law. And, yes, he should have had a kick up the backside and a fine. But 12 grand when what's going on in Queensland at the moment with car theft and something yeah. and stuff like that and they get let out with a slap on the wrist, um, that just shows you the system is very, very wrong. Isn't it? Fractured. Yes, very. Absolutely fractured. Very. Anyway, that's enough on that. But I feel for him. I think it's um, really wrong. I do hope that his, if there is such a thing as a TikTok page, his page has grabbed some momentum with it because, um, you know, the Townsville Bulletin put his face in the paper and everything. They won't put the face of some shit who's stolen your car, no. yet they put the face of, come on. Fair crack. Yeah, so a little bit lopsided. Yes, should have been fined and should have been in trouble, but not to the extent he was when when Wholehearted, um, man. what's going on around the, the state. Fully agree with you, guys. All right. It's all about the money, isn't it? Yep. It really, really is. Enjoy.
Cause I'm leaving to Mars Yeah, we leaving across these undefeatable odds It's like this, man, you can't put a price on the life now We do this for the love, so we fight and sacrifice every night So we ain't gonna stumble and fall, never no. Waiting to see, us in the sign of defeat Uh-uh, so we gon' keep everyone moving their feet So bring back the beat, and then everyone sing Radio 4K1 G FM 107.1 every Monday for Island Voices from 6 to 8 p.m. with Therese Cowley. Only on your two daily radio station 4K1 G FM 107.1. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rossley, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We have just over 20 minutes left of this wonderful program today. Jason Masters, thanks so much for joining us, man. Your, your uh, knowledge has been invaluable and we certainly enjoy it. Is there anything that you wanted to add to the conversation that we haven't mentioned? Uh, not yet. I mean, the big, like I say, the biggest thing is getting out in the water. For sure. And, and definitely keeping, for me, it's keeping a track of what you do. So yeah. definitely keep a diary. Yeah. Of tides, times, um, moons, weather, all those type of things all add up. Here's, yep. a, here's one for you then, James. Please. I'll just jump in here, mate. No, no, all yours. I'm my taking friend. over. Um, 
Fishing, <laughs> fishing in Timbrook <laughs> 20 years ago, yep. like you did, probably longer. You've yep. fished it all your life. What's changed to now? Is it the same spots? Is it? Are you going to the same spots you went to 25 years ago? Or Yeah, or yeah I mean, no spot's the same. 25 yeah. years ago, I mean, that, yeah. that one thing we call Yassi definitely done some damage up there, and we know it's starting to get back to where it was. Um, Spot-wise and bank-wise, yeah, you're still fishing all the same yeah. areas. Um, I think we had this discussion on the opening day that, I mean, I'll, I'll ask this question, I'll, I'll know what the answer is, but if that magical genie bottle rocked up next to the boat while you're fishing Hinchinbrook and you rubbed it and they said you can go back with your boat, no electronics, but the gear you have now and fish Hinchinbrook a hundred years ago, we'd jump at it. Oh, yeah, because it, you'd be talking cricket scores. It'd be like a, the current Australian cricket score in, in India. You'd be getting your three and four hundred days. But you always think about that, don't you? Do. you? Like yep. even in the Ross here. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what it'd be like. Or imagine yeah. going back with today's technology. Did, yeah. Has the fish quality improved? Um. I, I hate to say it, but Dom says it as well, is that it's the longest established net-free zone. Yes. Um, now, boat traffic is one thing. Has there been more boat traffic? Quite possibly, yes. yes, definitely. But I tend to look the other way and look more environmental and and sort of say, and I'm, I'm not knocking, I grew up in Ingham, but the amount of swamp country that there used to be to what there is now, Cairns is the same, Townsville's yeah. the same, that... They're the, the the basis of where all our fishery starts. So wet seasons help. Those swamps get flushed out. So all the bait gets flushed out. All the barrow go back in and, and relay and all those type of things. So I think that plays a part. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's it's that same thing. I, I tend to do a lot in Hinchy during the week for that reason that we don't get that boat traffic. traffic. So yeah, it's an interesting thing because I know you've fished there since you were a kid and and seen and you we were talking earlier on and you were saying those 20 to 30 um barrels a day but small barrels yeah they were, they were rats they were, yeah you'd you'd pick up maybe two to three legals out of that yeah. and i think that's where that style's changed that we're looking for that better quality fish so i mean it's it's still that same that you're looking you can go and get 10 now yeah and out of those 10 there might be four or five legal um, but we're tending to start to have a look back to go, well, let's go back to get maybe 10 to 15 and only get two or three. Yep. Because, yeah, you look at the end of the day, I mean, you talk to a general person in the public, or how'd you go? Oh, we got 14 barrel and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Not, their automatic yeah. thinking is, oh, they got 14 legals, but they don't pose that next question. Oh, how many, how many legal? legal? Oh, we, we all do, but yeah. you and, and that's the thing. It? It's You saw the talk between us and you go, oh, we got 14. Oh, how many legal? Oh, three. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> the problem that we got and where people are concerned about the Hinchin book is you look at something like the Fitzroy right in the guts yep. of Rockhampton. Crap's all over Hinchinbrook. The, the, the Freddy fishing is incredible. The Barramundi fishing is incredible. The Jack fishing is incredible. A much smaller scale, also in that free zone, the, the Fitzroy makes the Hinchinbrook look like a, 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 you know you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't speak for down there, so I really don't know what their swamp system is and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's a big system. The Fitzroy is a, a big system, like the Burdekin. We're never going to stop because Hin no. Hinchinbrook is just beautiful. Hinchinbrook is one of those magic places. It's, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. I mean, and no matter where you are and where you live, yeah. it's and I said this to, to my wife, D last week, I said, if I actually put as much time as I did in Hinchinbrook... 
into what I do in the inlet. I yeah. Said, then my catches, I wouldn't be driving that far. Mm, but yeah. um, Gary and I have said a few times, it's the eighth yeah. wonder of the world. Twice. Beautiful. But it will destroy you on times too. Oh, yeah. Just absolutely demoralises you. There's, there's days there. I mean, I can put my hand up that they've been donut days. Mm. I'm quite happy to say we have donut days. Mm. But they're the days you learn a lot as well. I mean, yep. you try different things and you go, what, what, why didn't that work? And Try one in the tournament. <laughs> yep, oh, done that. Been there, done that. <laughs> done that. Done that. Oh, my Lord. Oh. We done that two years ago, coming coming second and donut. It is. Demor- you, you, feel, yep. you actually feel a bit sick. when You, you do? Get, yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. Awful, and you know the worst. Especially part? when you hear numbers of twenties and thirties. The yep. worst part about it is the going all day, and you might have got a cod, and you might have got a little trevally, and then you get that barrel on, and it falls off beside the boat. Yeah, we that, we didn't even have that last didn't year. You? Oh, I got a flathead that. I'll, I'll be honest to say we tried to flatten it out so that we could get a point for the day. <laughs> yeah, it's and it was it was that close that we just went, nah, it's not worth it. But yeah, we didn't even get a cod or Mate, anything on the on the bigger tides when they're bigger tides in the comps. Everyone knows I go up Dungeness Creek and, yep. and sit on the point. And, Why not? And there's usually a fish there the first two casts, and you hook it, and when it falls off on your second cast. That's it. I'm Didn't you do lit. three years in a row of dropping one? Yeah, first cast. Bang, gone. And then I got a couple. Um, on Kayleen got cast. one too. Yeah. I got one in my thumb on one year. I got a 63 and the hook was in my thumb on trying to take a photo. First cast. Oh. Yeah. And then I said to Kayleen, I said, we are not going to the doctors to get this hook out. So I got the split ring pliers, Got took the split ring off the and the, the hook off the fish, took the photo of the fish, released the fish, then had Kayleen hold my finger while I got the pliers and closed my eyes mm. and pulled this hook out of my finger. My finger went, boom, like a balloon. Oh, By yeah. the end of the day, it was fine. But that was in the first 10 minutes of the comp, and I wasn't putting the boat on the trailer you, to no, go in. I didn't really in care. I didn't care. You I had just a legal reef- barrier. 63? Yeah. I just yeah. reefed this hook out. But, yeah, the amount of times I've been to that point, Cast in and uh, gone, bang, I'm on, I'm on, jump, oh. and, yep. the, and you go. And it's always a good fish. It's yeah, always a good It's always a good fish. Well, the better, there's not a better yeah. way to start. But it is when they fall off beside oh. the boat, you go, oh, is this the day? And, and that's the thing. That's the first thought you have, you think, is yeah. today going to be one of those days? And nine times out of ten, it is. It is, yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. is. Because you, you do, you, you second guess and second oh, question everything because you go, what can I, why did that happen or what could yeah. we have changed? And mm. especially when you're seeing fish and stuff yeah. like that. It's so well. frustrating. Like mm. I, I, in the middle of Benjo there one year, I went past a, a drain and there was two fish in it. I seen them on side scan and I sat back and I had a, um, a Kuda Samaki live shrimp on, threw it up into this drain. Boom. Oh. Oh, missed it. Went again, dunk, there's the two fish, and that was it. Missed them both. Oh. Nothing. And I went, what could I do? Uh, I've had, I, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating. It, but that's why we keep going back every time for yep. it. Exactly. Every time. It's it's just that's just the nature of fishing and and especially when there's a bit of pressure on when it's a tournament. Yeah. Like I know I'm I'm a realist that I'm not going to be up there in in the top fifteen these days unless I really snatch a really good spot. But I still like to get one or two in the boat. And when you drop them, you go oh, the bottom lip. I stomp my feet, have a little tandy in the boat. One. And, 
thing that we laugh about so often. Whenever Dougie Button and I and Sir Lenny get together, if we just we're in tears over it. But anyway, what happens? My partner pulled out. I think it might have been Skiff, Dean Skiff, and um, so I had to get a new partner and. Um, Dougie Button is best mates with a, a concreter called Surly who lives down south. And he said, look, Surly really, really, really wants to fish the tournament and um, you got a spare vacancy in your boat. Do you, would you mind? And I said, yeah, you know what, as long as he's okay, no drama. So I've, I've quizzed Dougie on it. Is, can he fish all right? Can he do this? Yeah, yep, no dramas, no dramas. Meet him, good bloke. Go. And the first part, I love that set of flats behind Haycock where it's always really green. You know, every now and again, yep. you can get a fish in there on the high tide. So that was the first spot. First cast, Surly um, uh, takes the lure off his rod and first cast launches it, but launches the whole show. <laughs> the rod and reel travels 120 metres through the air, just like a boomerang gun. You could hear it. And I'm standing at the front of the boat, haven't cast yet. And I'm like, oh my god, what the freaking hell is going? <laughs> Who is this? Into, yeah. <laughs> and I've looked at Surly, looked over at him at the back of the boat, and he's like, he couldn't say anything. He goes, I don't know what's just happened. <laughs> Nothing like that has ever happened to me. Anyway, so I've got this really sinking feeling that I've got either my lad or some strange person in the boat with me. Anyway, everything come good. He ended up out fishing me, the bastard. And uh, but. When we got back that night at dinner and I told Dougie to butt. Because seriously, you could hear, because the lure was about a metre off the rod, you could hear it going through the air. That Did you get it back? Yeah, yeah, we got it back because it landed that far away. It was in the shallows. Oh. <laughs> it was. Uh. Dougie was so, let me um, take this call. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. Oh, it was. Oh, what's Doug stitched me oh, up with? Good there? morning, fishing show. G'day, g'day. How are we, boys? Hey, it's Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How are you, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just cruising across the bay at the moment. What is the weather like, and have you got a wet bum? I have not got a wet bum. I dodged the rain. I'm out at... I just come back from Coco, going past Crocky at the moment. Yeah. A little bit lumpy, but... Okay. Nothing to wind about. Okay. What's the fishing been like? Oh, I didn't actually fish. I just put the pots in yesterday and I, I had a few too many sippy cups last night, so I'm going home to hit the aircon. Oh, okay. Good lad. Uh, how did we go with the pots this morning? I got six beautiful full crabs. So oh. out of three pots, I've lost a, lost a pot to, I don't know if I've got crocs or not. Yeah. an area that they usually float away, so I'm assuming the um, crocagator got him. Man, that is incredible. Are you chasing the number this morning? I'll grab one for me and Simo if I could, mate. Yep, no problem. Uh, number eight for you. Yep. And Simone is 78. Beautiful. No worries, boys. Great show. Keep it up and I'll be listening. Hey, Thanks, mate, Bill. did you see see what I did on your dad's post on Facebook last night? I did, I did, old daily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Made your dad oh, look like a midget. Clear. Now he knows what I feel like. <laughs> That's just you walking around on the daily, eh? Yeah, good on you, buddy. <laughs> See you, bud. Uh, have a good one. Cheers, boys. Thanks, Bye. Kyle. Bye. He's always getting crabs, that lad. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is a crab. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to our final song in the air break. This is your last opportunity, people. I can see the phone ringing already. Enjoy a little bit of Stevie Nicks. She's 80 years old, but is still hot as.
Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sign's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor.
station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats for bigger smog, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campus and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're about three minutes to our cutoff time, but as per usual, we will drift over it. Gary Powers. As we do. What are we What are we giving away? Mate, it's up to you. I reckon we start with the Iron Man bag, mate. That has a pile of Iron Man gear in it. It's got some oh, I e- can feel it. eagle claw hooks and it's got a hooked apparel buff. And remember, next week we will be giving away a hooked apparel shirt. Oh, much fantastic. To the, much to the surprise of Ryan and Brett. And oh, well, that apparel. is fantastic. No. And through the week, I um, went and visited Fran um, at uh, Motor Marine, and she gave me some wonderful Mercury bags. So that is fantastic with some really cool hats and, and jerseys inside it, which is worth a mozza. And then uh, you went a couple of weeks ago to um, Kai Signs, and yeah, thanks got some shirts. to Kai and the crew over there. Got some cool shirts. So we're doing all right, mate. We've got, and we've got some uh, all different sorts of stuff coming, as we said the boys from ultimate pro crab pots yes um at the end of april giving some pots away uh cowboys have jumped on with us yeah, and, um, and uh pure fishing <laughs> you had no well i didn't really want to bourbon didn't mate. really want to spit it out but yeah berkeley pure fishing uh, uh want to get involved and give some yeah no you away, already so. mentioned that that's not a secret so, no so that'll be good we'll give away you some. have plenty of secrets but that's not we, one gary we were going to give away berkeley shrimp but they go to into our tackle box so Bad luck. We pick the good stuff. Give everyone. No, no we that's don't do correct. That. No, whatever the gang give us, and and thanks to Ryan and Guesty for organising that for us. Yes, very much so. All right, let's do it, mate. Iron Spin Man the bag. barrel of fun, my friend. House of Fun. Wasn't that a good song? It was. Madness. Welcome to the House of Fun. Twenty-five. 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 25. God. I like it when they're in numerical order, but this is not good. 25. Get over it. No, I'm being fussy now. Thanks, Jace. Joe, jump on the phones, Joe. You've won yourself the Iron Man bag. Is that J-O or J-O-E? J-O. Just J-O. J and John-O. 25. They were still in bed when she was talking to me. Let that one slide. No, they just got up. Joe, there she is. Joe's on the phone. Won herself the Iron Man bag. All righty. Good morning, Joe. Morning. Woohoo, I had a win. Congratulations. Awesome. You've won that groovy Iron Man bag, which you'll be able to pick up. Now, Gary, you didn't make it on time to Tackle World last week because some things popped up. Should we extend it to Monday, or what do you want to do, my friend? Yeah, Yeah, head down there on Monday to be safe. Don't go down there at... Yeah. 10, 10, 10 and wait for me. Gary's found a friend down at Palaranda, which he visits now, so he doesn't get to Tackle World on time. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something more important, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to say <laughs> too much, but... Yeah, that wasn't that an awkward phone call when I rung it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, jo, just... not meant to ring them. They're normally jokes, Gary. Oh, sorry. No, I rang it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sharon isn't up okay. for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let Joe go. <laughs> I'll drop that at Tackle World, so when you're passing by tomorrow or during the week, Joe, that'll be there for you. Okay, excellent. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thank Joe. You, Joe. See you, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, Sharon didn't know what I was on about. <laughs> Who? Yeah, that's what it said. Who? What? All right, let me hang this one up. What was Joe's number? Uh, 25. 25. Beautiful. All right. Next one. Let's give away the Fibre Finish sticker, my friend. Thanks to Chris and the gang at Fibre Finish. Here we go. Big roll. There we go. The big roll or big roll? Big roll. 14. 14. While Jace is scanning the second page. Peter. P-E-T-A. Yes. Peter, jump on the phones. Peter, you've won yourself the Fibre Finish sticker. Thanks to Chris and the gang at Fibre Finish. They've won heaps. I'm going to have to ban them from the barrel for a week. It just comes out, Marty. I just... I don't know. Just... I spun them up last week. Did you? I think so. Yeah, Peter won oh. last week. Lucky. That's what happens when you put 50 numbers in. Number 14. Peter, jump on the phone. You've won yourself the measuring sticker. There we go. Peter's... All right. And I've got this ready. And one, two. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Good, Marty. Oh, Good congratulations. Morning, hey, Peter, how are you? Good, Gary. Thank have, you very much. Have you won one of the uh, fibre finish measuring um, EVA treads before? Oh, I haven't, no. No, they're awesome. You're going to love it. Really, really cool prize. No, it it's perfectly on the side gunnel of your boat or on the esky, wherever you want to put it. Awesome. We need something like that. Perfect. Oh, fantastic. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Peter. Have it. Thank you. Have hey, a good day, everyone. Just let Rick know, next time there's the sausage chisel for the rugby league club, I'm not paying because you won. <laughs> you're winning too much. Ha! <laughs> See you, Pete. See you, Peter. Bye. 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 They, they do... Uh, uh, Where have you put your fish measuring decal? Oh, Last no. time you oh. put it on your bedpost. <laughs> oh, it's too small. It's too short, Marty. That's when I stand up beside it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for your full height, you yeah, idiot. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know on the side of the door, Kayleen still puts the pen on my head and marks if I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. All right, what have we got here, my friend? $30 wild local prawn voucher. Wild local, beautiful. Cur- courtesy of Don. What is our date today? Uh, is the 11th today. The 11th. Number 67. 67, 67 is Amanda. Amanda. Jump on the phones, Amanda. You've won yourself a $30 wild local prawn voucher, courtesy of Dom and Beck up there. Poor old Daz is going to be wondering what's going on. Well, mate, we can't control the, uh, the how your balls fall. They just fall. Well, you can, kind of. <laughs> yes, yeah, sort of. So jump on the phones, Amanda. You've won yourself... The $30 wild local prawn voucher, courtesy of Dominic. They're down the Horton. She was... There we go. There we go. So they'd already got one crab when I was speaking to them this morning. Good morning, Fishing Show. Good morning. It's Amanda. How are you? Oh, we are wonderful. Do you have more than one crab on board now? 
No, not yet. We're just about to go and check the pot shortly. <laughs> nah, beautiful. Well, in the meantime, you've won a $30 voucher to go and get a nice big steak of some sort for when you're home back in Townsville. No, it's wild local prawns. Oh, no, it's wild oh, local, of course. Yeah, yeah prawns. I was going to say, I oh, That's prawns. right. That's yeah. right, We're going to go for a drive to Ingham. That would be... That's uh, probably worth worthwhile drive. Thirty dollars. Yeah, definitely. Take definitely. the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Have a fish while we're up there. Leave Eddie at home if you like. I've got a license. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's hitting on you. I'm not sure if Eddie is uh, uh, no, realising yeah, of this. Vibe. Wanna... Are you getting that vibe? I don't want to make you feel <laughs> awkward live on air. <laughs> I want to feed the prawns. <laughs> Good oh, on good you, man. Guys. Have a great weekend. We might see you out there tomorrow. Stay yeah, very well be. away from Gary. <laughs> we'll yeah. that, Amanda knows, knows me too well. Uh, yes, we'll be out and around the bay and around the island tomorrow, so you never know we might bump Definitely, into you. Definitely, yes. Well, look out for mischief on the water. That's that's us. Me mistress? No, mischief. Oh, that's I thought you boat. said me mistress. <laughs> <laughs> thought, There's that on. many of them. They could be anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's mistress one, two, three, four, or five. Oh, Amanda, go and hide. All right. Thanks, Amanda. See you. Bye. Bye. Oh, what are you doing to the poor girl? Uh, We have a good laugh when we catch up. Yeah, she's good. With Eddie and Amanda and all of our listeners are great sports. Yeah, and if they're not, we'll certainly find out. I see. uh, I see the gang at the footy. We bump into each other now and then. Yeah. Well, you've got so. a tracking device on Amanda, so <laughs> no. you know exactly where she is. No, they uh, they sit down at the front there. and But uh, Amanda's a good friend, Sherry, gives us the uh, Nisi Lee voucher that we give away for the How ladies. cool is that? So, yes, they're good, a good laugh, good sports. Yes, they are indeed. Jason Masters, again, uh, second time you've been in our studio, second time it's been a wonderful show. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, we thoroughly enjoy it, and we do hope uh, to have you out on again in uh, a few months' time. Thanks, guys, for having us. Just one quick thing with International Women's Day the other day. Uh-oh. I just want to say a big happy birthday to my mum. <coughs> Beautiful. Which is, she's turned into big 70 on Tuesday. And the other important woman in my life, my wife, Dee, whose birthday is also on Monday. Awesome. Oh, fantastic. So she's 21, so... And- and now that it's uh, over International Women's Day, my ironing's ready. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Our ratings has just dropped dramatically. <laughs> what a way to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next week we'll have a new co-host. Um, no, in all seriousness, uh, thank you for joining us. Gary, awesome show thank again, you, mate. Marty. Have a ball with you, Thanks, as George, we yeah. always Thanks, do. Jace. Thank you to all of our sponsors. You guys and girls are absolutely brilliant. Uh, Gaz and I and 4K1G truly appreciate it. As Gary and I always say, please drive safe on that highway. Look after one another. And we will see you again next week for another fabulous show. Cheers. Out.